Let's go. Go, 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 go. Ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between, yes, indeedy, I am Arizona Verse. Yo. He is Soul Popo. Good evening. This is it's the Arizona Soul Podcast. Good evening. Oh. Y'all didn't think we could come back two times in a row. Oh, yes, we did. Yo, we gave y'all seven days, nigga. Where y'all at? Y'all mean? Y'all mean? Back to back, yo. Uh, we back with Arizona Soul Podcast, which is a podcast about nothing in particular. Just uh, hip-hop, pop culture, current events, and that news that makes you go. What the fuck? Now, um, Let's the wet open. <laughs> make sure you subscribe to the show. We're on SoundCloud. We're on YouTube. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're on all them hot shits. Probably on some more. All you got to do is search Arizona Soul Podcast. Yeah. Um, Shout out all- to all the Russians putting links into the other links and fucking making sure that we don't get all the credit that we deserve. Shout out to the links on the links on the links because, you know, they be linking some shit up, yo. So shouts out to them. Now, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Arizona Soul Pod, P O D. Uh, follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Reddit at Arizona Soul Podcast. And uh, better yet, I mean, you could just go to fucking Arizona Soul Podcast.com where you can find all of those links, all of our latest episodes, all of our videos, just all the things that we motherfucking do, including our lovely dedications. And I'm still working on the dedications wall because it is not updated in real time. But if you want to check out, our lovely dedications you can uh check us out over at instagram at arizona soul podcast yes indeedy and um also don't motherfucking forget man y'all can leave us a voicemail talk to your boys let us know what's on your motherfucking mind um let us know because i I want more than people trying to upsell me on fucking insurance so we need Mm -hmm. some voicemails from from the callers and you can call us at 480 Five eight eight four six eight eight. That's right. Four eight zero five eight eight four six eight eight. Holla at your motherfucking boy. Yo, I feel like every time I go to the store or somewhere where I'm making some sort of purchase, and they're trying to hit me with the upsell, I try to give the like. I try not to be disrespectful, but at the same time, just I give them that like. Do you know you don't know who you're fucking with right now? You don't realize the intensity of Jew that you're that you're fucking breathing on right now, bro. And so yeah. Yeah, we, we don't want you. Shout, and shouts out to that because that reminds me of my fucking uh, Lil Dicky, who uh, Lil Dicky's uh, professional rapper is one of my favorite albums. I, I think Lil Dicky's motherfucking incredible. And make sure y'all stay to the end to check out that Lil Dicky freestyle on Sway in the Morning. Um, but you mentioned in the Jew, it reminds me of the uh, fucking record that he had when uh, he was mad at the end of it because the motherfucker for the fucking put the photo on there twice and. He was like, like, I'm gonna show you exactly uh, uh, what a kike know now. Yeah, that's. Oh, 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 you didn't mean to do it. Oh, it was a mistake. Oh, I'm, 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 so, I'm, so, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, I was listening to randomly, it just came on the fucking shuffle on the YouTubes. And I think it was a song about him getting so high to where, you know, it kind of goes through all the motions where you're enjoying yourself to that you're deep into thought and now you can't even fucking sleep and you're kind of just torturing yourself. And there's something about that that he kind of, that he embodies and that he kind of puts out to the, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and, and shouts out to him because you heard right that he has a TV show that he's working on right now with Kevin Hart. No, but I was wondering what the fuck was going to become of the Earth Bay thing, which, again, you know, shout out to that 
you know having this the impact that it has and him working with DiCaprio on you know real world shit uh, I was like what is this going to take him to is, this, is he going to eat off this this is something for the people so how, you know how's he going to eat so I'm glad to know that he had something to fucking step on but no what, what the fuck's yeah. the show going to be but I'm guessing it's a comedy but is so, it scripted is it reality don't tell me it's one of those reality things well no it's a comedy show they haven't gave a bunch of information but it's a comedy show and I think it's supposed to be loosely based off of his life I think Wow. Um, but they haven't gave a bunch of information, only the simple fact that, yeah, reportedly he's working with Kevin Hart and he's working on the show. And I think it's brilliant because, like, Lil Dicky, to me, is a, a white, more comedic version of Childish Gambino, where they're super yes. talented as a musician, but I think what they bring to the table is going to be bigger than music so that was the thing with like childish like childish came out with the uh albums and all that i'm a big fan of his albums clearly we you know my vinyl collection so on and so forth but when he came out with atlanta it was like oh no he's he's different like no there's something there and eventually i mean of course there's no word about this and so i'm not leaking news or anything like that but eventually he's gonna have he's gonna come out with a movie Eventually, he's going to get on his Jordan Pill shit. Not necessarily oh. a horror movie, but he's eventually is going to put together some type of movie. Dude. And I know it's going to happen because he put together um, the um, clapping for the wrong reasons, which I still watch occasionally to this day. And um, Gambino, uh, you talking about Glover? Yeah, he has a short film on YouTube called "Clapping for the Wrong Reasons," and uh, I don't it's know like if I ever fucked with it. You said it was a, you said it was a, a not a carrier piece, but a, a companion piece to the record, right? Because of the internet. Well, no, no. So he had on um, because of the internet, he had uh, the uh, the script that you had to read the script or whatever. It was like a forty fifty page script. Um, but no, that was something separate. He had a separate okay. thing that was around the same time as because of the internet. Because when you watch the movie. Um, there's he's uh, he's just kind of chilling at his home and like Chance is there and a couple other people are there and uh, Trinidad James is there and there's an instance <laughs> when they're in the studio and they're playing music and one of the beats that they're playing is a beat that you later do here on Because the Internet so he did record this during the recordings of that but no it's separate called Clapping for the Wrong Reasons incredible I don't know maybe why it didn't stick to me but since we're kind of throwing little things out there and as far as uh uh, people who are kind of be part of uh, things upcoming. I just want to throw these out. You tell me these little Spitfire takes. Paul Rudd, you familiar with him? Uh, Ant Man, right? Right. He. I mean, I've loved this motherfucker since Clueless, bro. Um, but he's going to be in the next Ghostbusters movie in 2020. Mm. Be directed by the son of the guy who directed the original ones, Jason Reitman, who's a pretty funny guy. I think he did Juno, which is a fucking weird part of a resume, but. Uh, what do you think about that? Him being part of the Ghostbusters crew? He, I feel like he's a every man that fucking never ages, a la Pharrell. No, I think it will work because um, not that the Ghostbusters is slapstick, but with the Ghostbusters, you're looking for someone funny, charming that you could also like that one scene in the movie get something like emotional out of. And yeah, yeah I can see Paul Rudd doing that. So all right, uh, Robert Patterson. Do you know who that is? Fuck him. Um, that's the uh, fake-ass, uh, punk-ass, uh, sissy-ass uh, vampire, correct? From the Twilight series. You, you heard about him being a Batman? What's your quick take on that? I don't see that bullshit. No? You don't I think—I mean, if he can play a broody vampire, couldn't he play a broody bat? 
Yo, he fucked up vampires for me. Do you know, do you know as a child how much I wanted to be a vampire? I, I, I literally, I contemplate, like, I literally spent a lot of time thinking about this as a child. And if a vampire came up and was like, yo, I'm a, I'm a bite you with your permission and turn you into a vampire and then you like live forever, but you're going to be like depressed for the rest of your life, but you're going to live forever. I'd be like, man, yeah, I just, I got to do it, man. I got to get this vampire. Like I got to get this vamp life popping. So imagine me, a person growing up, wanting to grow up and one day become a vampire, how sickening it was to see what twilight did to vampires. I don't even know fucking vampire no more. Let me get my ass kicked if I'm a vampire. But I mean, it's a little gay, and I feel like he exposed it. He fucking opened the doors. No, I mean, he yeah, had to be a vampire is a little homoerotic, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I go back to the movie with what was it the one with Brad Pitt and fucking uh, interview with vampire, interview vampire, bro. One of my favorites. <sighs> there's a there's a lot of underlines in that shit. But all right. All right, so I'm but I, I feel like I feel like he might work. He might work for. I, w- I would have wanted to see more of. Uh, who the fuck was it? Not Ben Stiller. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. I thought he. Well, I, I didn't watch any of them, but it it on seeing the trailers, it came off well. I think he was just afraid of reputation shit. But honestly, I mean, Clooney came back from it, and he fucking played one of the most embarrassing fucking Batman. So I mean, you can't really judge it on that shit. All right, but all right, fair enough though, because that's that's the general uh, consensus. Uh, you know who Melissa McCarthy is? Uh, is that the heavyset woman? She, yeah, she was in Bridesmaid. Yeah. She was yeah, in yeah, a bunch of, bunch of stuff. She's funny, right? She's going to play Ursula in the live-action adaption <laughs> of <laughs> Little Mermaid. Is that perfect or what? I don't know if I like that, though, because Ursula is someone that you're supposed to dislike. Right, and I I'm gonna have a hard time disliking her because she's gonna have me laughing. So I, ever, I'm having a hard time with that. I mean, did you ever watch The Boss? This bitch was a, uh, played some just. She, no, I she, didn't she, see The Boss. She's no. been doing a couple movies where she's just been playing a lot of douchebags. But again, her being such a lovable, fun person, she's someone who can sell it. And at the same time, you can't tell me. There ain't a bunch of Cruella bitches outside in the world. You can't tell me, like Cinderella with them hating ass steps of hers, that that shit don't exist. So it's kind of just like, it's just, it's adding a, a you know, something yeah. into the mix. I, mind you, you, you ask it. I was going to say, thinking of fucking Will Smith playing fucking the genie in Aladdin, I hear that he does it well, but at the same time, it just looks so ridiculous. I yeah. mean, I don't know what, it's. it doesn't tickle that nostalgic bone for me because, you know what I'm saying? Even though... Yeah. I grew up stealing um, sing-along cassettes from the library, you know, with with all your Disney classic hits, you know, like it doesn't it doesn't compel me, but you know, teach so. No, and kind of in that same vein, I recently saw that apparently there's some type they haven't announced what type, but some type of Matrix reboot that they're about to do, and Michael B. Jordan is going to be on it. Ooh, do you think he's going to be the one, or do you think he's going to be Morpheus? You'd have to be the oh, one, right? Because you, you have to give it to the black man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're in the 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we in that time now. We in that time now. Yo, definitely, like, 
the one has to be a black man and Morpheus definitely has to be a black woman. That's the only way, or, you know, Ooh. maybe some other ethnicity, but has to be a woman. So I, I do see that coming, but they should make it Japanese. But anyway, that's the Oracle. I yeah. Guess. If you, if you want to, yeah, keep it a, keep it a buck. But, uh, yeah, I saw that. I don't know. So they didn't announce if it is going to be a movie or if it's going to be a TV show or like what it is, but they're what? doing a Matrix reboot and it will, Michael B. Jordan will be the main character. And they did, or in actually i shouldn't say reboot because it's not that they're redoing the original story they're going to continue the story but michael b jordan is supposed to be the main character see it's weird for that to continue because i don't remember watching the third or maybe even the fourth spinoff i watched Uh, them all wasn't that shit supposed to end we this thing started and ended because of the one so where the fuck else could we go unless it's a prequel so no, so actually they still have. Uh, he might be Morpheus, fucking as a as a young brother. <laughs> no, they still honestly have infinite directions to go with it because that was one of the things that they mapped out in the story is that you have Neo, who's the one who's going to you know you know save the day, but Neo in the Matrix that we watched, that was actually the sixth Neo. Neo had tried to do that five times previously and died every time. And so that was the whole thing with the Matrix. It was like, oh, yeah, they did this and saved the day. But that was the sixth time he had did that, and he finally did it. But they just could just reset the program after that. So that was the whole thing is that, yeah, it still doesn't mean that that actually ended anything. So there's a thousand ways they can go prequel route or Bro. they can go that, hey, the robots got power again. They did this. There's Bro. a thousand ways you can go with it. First of all, just because it's been 20 years doesn't mean you can't say spoiler alert. All right. I didn't fucking watch the last one. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Bro. My bad, y'all. I, I meant to give you all the, uh, the buffer so y'all can hit the 30 second skip on the podcast. <laughs> Let me tell you something in the video game community games. Cause mind you games have been, we, 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 all we can take them back to is to what 79, but motherfuckers don't go that far back. There's RPGs from fucking early nineties that people start to say, spoiler alert for those I who fucking play this fucking game from 1997. But yeah, it's that age range, bro. So I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Dude, just putting that out there. Just putting that Dude, out cancel there. culture, bro. Cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck all that. But, uh, but no, yeah, so shouts out to those. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, one thing that uh, I never got to kind of chime in on uh, during my hiatus, but some more news came out recently, so I uh, figured it's a good time to kind of hop into it, too, is uh, the boy Nipsey Hussle, mm. R.I.P., and actually, let me just start this by saying this real quick. Nipsey Hussle's death for me was one of the hardest hip-hop deaths I ever went through. I still, to this day, it fucks me up. They mm-hmm. took Nipsey, dog. The hater is... Kodak yeah. Black is still running around trying to rape yeah. bitches. You still he's, he's, he's stirring the fucking pot with all these dyke bitches, too. I'm L- surprised they fucking haven't canceled him, but yeah. Little, little, pump. little Pump is at the gas station smoking cigarettes as he's pumping the gas. Oh, what a fucking idiot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about got, that shit. You got all these dumbasses doing all these dumb things, and they took one of the one real ones. They took Nipsey. One of the things that 
that was so crazy about about his death not only um did my snapchat show me uh, uh this day a year ago umbrella's bumping fucking victory lap the fucking the kids are just dancing around and we're just goofing around having a good time um but just like the day before because you know I, I when i told you when i'm scrolling through my youtubes i'm usually putting shit to watch later so that when i can you know i can enjoy and there i don't know if it was a gq interview segment that had him and his girl who's this girl the lovely the luscious. Uh, laura london uh, yes station yes so and they were kind of interviewing each other kind of you know who knows each other better they were so real I know what you're talking about. So you watched it? They, they, no, I, I didn't, but Skip had just watched that because it was the same thing that when it happened, she was like, I just saw the shit with GQ with him and Lauren. Like, she said the same thing. And so there's, again, there's such a fucking genuineness about him. To even to even bring it back to the conversation that recently came into the news about he was kind of discussing about not being snitches. And I'm not too sure if he was threatening him because wasn't that guy just off parole? Like, wasn't he? Didn't he just get out of jail that fucking day? Well, I can't remember. No, he, no, the guy that did it. No, that was another guy that had just got out. Um, but uh, he, no, that guy was just a fucking snitch ass bitch. But uh, just real quick before we get into the actual article is uh, one of the stories that I read. So like Nipsey, the reason why the Nipsey thing was so tough because he actually was doing stuff for his community. Um, they did the math and he brought something like $400 million of revenue into that city and had created like 76,000 new jobs with all the businesses and all the different things that he was doing. He had the Marathon uh, Shopping Center where he employed a lot of felons who couldn't get jobs elsewhere. He got them jobs there. And there was one story that really fucked me up. And it's funny because I'm getting emotional now talking about it but uh the the, one of the stories that fucked me up was this one chick said that her dad was a um he works on like works for the city so he like fits his lamp poles and do does different things like that and so uh she said her dad hit her up and her dad hit her up uh, her dad had uh, you know hit her up like a set crying and she like what's going on and then he was like remember i kept telling you how i was working on that one block and that one store owner kept coming out every time we was on you know in that area he would always come out give us refreshments he would give us food he'd be like hey do y'all need anything if y'all need to rest y'all can come into my store y'all can you know sit in ac so on and so forth or whatever mm-hmm. he was like i didn't know that was that rapper nipsey hustle he was like i've been doing this 30 years and that was the first fucking person that ever came over and talked to us and asked us if we needed anything and he was like nipsey was just so happy that you're on my block and you're trying to make it look better nipsey was a real nigga and like i and I, I feel bad because there's so many people who, oh, rest in peace, Nipsey. Oh, you know, Crip. Oh, he was real. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, he was a G. And I'm, I'm never going to, like, test his gangster or nothing like that. But on top of fuck all the rest of that shit, this is one of the realest motherfuckers. He was a real-ass nigga. And we don't get a lot of real people mm-hmm. anymore, period. Genuineness. And, and you talk about being a real G. That means a genuine good person. Good. And he was, and he was, you know what, what this is the part that upsets me too, because one of the things that they talked about in that little interview thing, him and Lauren London, um, was that 
whenever they'd go out. Maybe, I don't know if it was just main events or if it was an everyday sort of thing. But it kind of takes a little bit out of you to pray. I know that sounds weird, and I don't know how you sit with that meditation and whatnot, but, uh, like, to sage stuff, that's kind of a fucking process. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, to, uh, them saying that, you know, before they leave, you know, that they would sage each other. That's such a fucking beautiful thing. Yeah. If you could bounce it with your partner, shit, that fucking, you know, unstoppable, right? Uh-huh. And... So when when I heard that, and I'm like, man, I wonder, and I'm just out of curiosity, I'm like, I wonder, did he did he say it's that day? If, if so, you know, again, was that God's intention to, to take someone to fucking bring down all the fucking Unos or Jenga? No, and that and that was the thing, just to kind of go into the details, because I like I got so deep into the fucking story, because you know, so on and so forth, and then we'll get into the new stuff that just came out today or yesterday uh, or whatever day, but. Um, so as the story goes, Nipsey is normally always with his bodyguard because, you know, shit, you know, it's fucking real out here and he's rich. So, you know, mm-hmm. needs protection. Um, but the day that he died, his homeboy had just got out of jail for doing like 10, 20 years, some crazy like that. Somebody they knew from his block. Um, so the dude got out of jail and Nipsey was going to meet him at his store so he can get the guy uh, some clothes or whatever to help him on his feet, you know, to get back on his journey. And it was such a last minute thing that Nipsey left without his bodyguard. And then he got there to the marathon shop and what happened happened. Then the sad part about all that is that after that happened, the bodyguard himself, Nipsey's bodyguard, retired from being a bodyguard because he said, Nipsey should be alive. I should be dead. And because I wasn't there to protect him, I can't do this job anymore because I let a real one pass. So he retired from being a bodyguard. He's like, I can't do that anymore because I let the wrong person die. Then the other fucked up part about it is the dude that was just got out of jail that Nipsey went to, you know, get the clothing and all that. They've tried to throw that dude in jail because the block that he was on had felons and the felons were the ones that were working in the shop. And they tried to say, you were associated with felons. So we got to put you back in jail. You violated your parole. Technically, that's a fucking thing. Like system. Like uh, not not to not to jump off. Of course, do we talk about the lady who's who got arrested for for getting her baby shot? Uh, no, I don't have that, but okay. I did see about that. So, really quickly, we know about the abortion laws that are happening in Louisiana, right? Or is it Missouri yeah. or something? Like uh, that? Georgia. George, is it Georgia? Georgia. I, I don't want to say Alabama, but this was well, Alabama, Alabama woman. Has something too. Alabama okay. and Georgia has something going on right now. The South is really fucking having its fucking civil wars and shit. But uh, this lady in Louisiana, which right, again right now abortions uh, is not a thing that's that's legal. And I think there's only one place in, the, in that fucking Mayo Clinic is shut down. All this all this craziness, right? Y'all can do your googles. Well, she got an altercation with I'm guessing her baby daddy's side bitch or something. Or I don't know, she was a side bitch, just one of the other ladies. And because she she so she started an altercation, you know, making a scene. So I don't know who the fuck shot her, if it was the bitch or if it was someone else, but someone had a gun, someone shot the baby, so her fetus died. And because you're not able to kill life and again, her being the entity and the protector of that life, she could possibly be fucking seeing time because she got shot at. And fetus is not allowed to die. And that's always my thing that I argue with certain people where they don't care who's president or they don't care like, oh, well, this law got passed. And like, I don't care because that doesn't affect me. The thing I always point out is laws are just 
words written on paper, and they could be enforced in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so just because you're a law-abiding citizen and you're doing this and doing that, the smallest fucking thing that you're doing tomorrow could be illegal. And now you're that criminal in jail. And so, yeah, it, it's a shame. No, mind you. So it, it sounds fucked up, right? And I'm definitely saying it the way that I'm saying it with, with just cause. But at the same time, the one caveat that I was like, mm, maybe you have a point there, is that, again, she went to baby daddy's place. And again, she's the one that started the ruckus. Now, mind you, you can't fucking help someone fucking shooting at you, goddamn. But at the same time, because she initiated it and she should have more fucking sense. But I would argue, so let's say. No, that's literally say, the reason. That's literally the reason. Because she started it. But no, let's say you go somewhere. I'm trying to think of a good analogy. You go somewhere and you get into an argument with, with someone or whatever. For whatever reason, you're mad at somebody for something or whatever. And then they punch you in the head and you fall and you hit your head on the fucking concrete. And then uh, you disable yourself or something like that. And then you're put in jail because you started the fight that got you disabled. <laughs> yes. Like, right. that's how, like, like, I, like, I get it. Like, you shouldn't yeah. start in fights and all that. Well, but how, how are you the person that were, was affected by it and it's your fault? Like, I get if it's like a drunk driving thing or something like that, but literally... If I get into a situation and then harm is done to me and then now I'm penalized for me causing harm to myself, that's fucking ridiculous. The same fucking way that if a a burglar comes into your house and let's say he tries to do some shit, you shoot him. And he could fucking sue you, and then of course your your home insurance is gonna have to fucking kick in. When really, if you would have killed the motherfucker, well, then there'd be no fucking having to sue nobody because you know what I'm saying I was protecting my own. It's that very little, that little slight degree. It depends because there is a couple of places where if somebody, it's a couple of cities where if someone does break in your house and if you do anything to them, you get in trouble. You're supposed to call the police, sit there, not touch him. And let him do what he do until the cops show up. That makes no goddamn sense. I think it's like New Jersey. Um, if I remember correctly, New Jersey is one of the places where if somebody breaks into your house and you shoot them, you could go- get in trouble because you, even though the motherfucker broke into your place and you felt threatened, it was like, no, you're not supposed to, the cops are supposed to do that. So, anyway, just a bunch of dumb shit. shit fuck kids like that and Joe Budden upset me. But, no, I mean, so going back, though, I mean, uh, how the hell did we jump into this conversation? Well, no, yeah, so, no, going Nipsey, back man, to Nipsey. Man. So, apparently, uh, the Eric Holder's getaway driver confirmed that Nipsey Hussle's murder was over snitching allegations. Um, so, apparently, the woman who, were, uh, who reportedly helped Eric Holder get away after the, you know, he gunned down Nipsey, um, she was like a, what, a booty call Uber driver or some shit? <laughs> so, fucking story made it seem. I think she was dating the guy. Um, they she still said they had no relationship, but I mean, they were fucking. As well. I don't believe that bitch. Yeah. Uh, they're just identifying her as witness one, but she said that she was hanging out with hold, older. Uh, they was hungry, so they, they decided to grab some food. Um, they saw Nipsey, and she says that she wanted to take a picture with Nipsey. Oh, she um, called him fine or something like that. Probably got his ass all yeah. hating and shit. 
Yeah, probably. And then uh, Eric Holder grabbed the food and uh, he went over to say something to Nip. And then him and Nip got into a conversation. And Eric apparently asked Nipsey if he ever snitched before. And Nipsey was like, nah, you the snitch. You need to get off this block because it's a bunch of felons on here. And like, you need to get off this block because you're a known snitch. Then apparently Holder uh, went back to the vehicle. Um, asked her to drive around the corner of the strip mall. Um, she says he pulled out a semi-automatic handgun, cocked it back, and then went, uh, and at first he said he was going to do a drive-by. Wait, wait, she admitted to seeing him leave with the fucking gun? Because well, so they're still in the car, though. They're still in right, the car. Right, right, because yeah. I read one of the stories, this bitch saying that she, that she heard the gunshots and didn't know that he had any kind of involvement in it, but when it happened, he was yeah. trying to fucking run. Oh, I'm, this I'm, one. I'm pretty sure she's lying on a lot of shit. Lying, bitch. Okay. But, um, so, yeah, so she says he pulled out the gun, uh, cocked it back, uh, and at first wanted to do a drive-by. She said no, so he got out the car, put on a red shirt, told her not to leave, went, shot Nip, and then came back. And so, as of right now because uh two days after the murder she went to the cops um where she you know cooperated with the cops she's not supposed to get in any trouble or anything yeah, like she that but, uh, but see and, uh, and then it almost seems on some morbid chance so sometimes i don't know this eric colder and what his affiliation was but him to put on a red fucking shirt to go and you know what i'm saying like shoot a crap you, you know it's like and then of course being a fucking cocksucking clout chaser I'm, I'm goddamn sure that's that's what you know but even then and if that wasn't that then just to kind of to put a as if we're that fucking dumb oh yeah because it's fucking 2019 surely this is a blood versus crypt sort of thing motherfucker we've been living together for since the goddamn 60s like get the fuck out of here with that nonsense so just just to, if that was another try to bridge to throw in the fucking fire like no, the one thing that he did that I really think that he was trying to um, do something to kind of get away with some shit, if you will, is that he had, um, before he turned himself in, he went to a mental health facility and checked in with his real name. I take that as he's doing that to try to plead insanity once they get to court because he does apparently have a known history of mental health and had been in and out of health facilities. Oh, well, damn. See, but then even then, if you're coherent enough to pull moves like this, nigga, you went to go pick up some chicken. You got (laughs) mad at somebody, went back to get a gun, tried to do a drive by. She said no. Then you realize you should switch shirts, go back out, and then shoot the dude, and then walk away, and then come over and kick the guy, and then shoot him again, and then get in the car to then run away, and then two days later turn yourself into a mental health. Nah, nigga, you were competent in what you were doing. Fuck, nigga. And and I don't know if it was Joanne Lucas. Real quick, I don't wait. I don't. I don't wish harm on anybody but i hope his booty hole is getting raped to the utmost degree he had to be he had people love people love nips is sore right now and i hope he regrets i hope he's listening to this too i hope, I hope he listens to this you bitch ass nigga Somebody give us a Wi-Fi so you can listen to this shit. <laughs> but no, all right. So I think Joyner Lucas or whoever that guy that was all over Eminem's last record, um, he was again talking about it during the time of the event, saying that he was up in his Eric Joyner or Eric, whatever the fuck his name was, was in his DMs trying to get a feature or whatever. So again, this guy's trying to plead insanity yet he again he has the he has the mind's eye to reach out to artists to try to negotiate if you can negotiate more than likely you're not fucking off the rocker unless 
I don't know, you were a fucking bookie that fucking went off his rocks. I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe that's not something you can you can press down on someone, but you just figure that just shows too much competency and understanding and strategy and things of that nature. But at the same time, geniuses, they say they're part retarded too. So it's like, <laughs> what chicken or the egg, you know? Pretty much. I know, and uh, speech, speaking of negotiations, I guess a negotiation went wrong. Uh, did you see Shaka Khan came out and said that she thought Kanye West's through the wire sample of her was stupid? You know what? I saw the headline, but it didn't finish the fucking sentence. I just figured this bitch is, is trying to air out some shit. Why the fuck would she say that shit 15 years later? I know, bitch. You kind of you kind of late with the whole thing. Like, okay. But uh, so apparently uh, she claims that or she went on uh, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Um, she talked about a bunch of different things and somehow the Through the Wire came up, uh, which sampled one of her records. And so she went on to say that um, she didn't like the song. So she said, he called me uh, when he had just got out of the hospital. He was like, you were so instrumental in my healing process. I changed the words a little bit to the song, but I had to eat through a wire. Jaws wired shut through a straw. It meant that much to me. It really got me hurt, tucked at my string. I was like, yeah, use it. Then when it came out, I was pissed. It was like insulting, not insulting. Like, I thought it was stupid. If I'd known he was going to do that, I would have said hell no. So apparently she was upset. And this goes back to, um, I'm sorry, you old people not fucking understanding hip hop. So she's upset that he sampled high pitch, and he pitched it up. Yeah, I'm pretty like, sure. Like pissed about. That's the soul sample, you non hip hop bitch. Like that's what we do. Like you need to stretch it to the fucking time frame of the goddamn that, beat. There's this thing called BPM, and I got to make it match. So to make it match, I got to kind of pitch it up so then the tempo kind of matches. But then it also does this, like, cool little effect. It through the wire. Like, it's, it's kind of it's hot. And, like, maybe you should listen to records before you clear them. Like. Right? And how the fuck did you get your number? You just uh, you just you go answer people's calls like this? That's the know. biggest question. Like you just got a random number. Like Kanye West clearly must have already been saving your phone. Cause I know when people call me for random numbers, I don't answer that shit. I let oh shit, nigga, no voicemail. Oh nigga, I'll talk and, to y'all later. And even then someone calling you with a tragedy, don't nobody want to deal with that shit, that negativity in their life. They don't want to hear about your accident. You hurting yourself good, that's nice. And then you're gonna just sign your way, you're fucking the rights to a song that I'm pretty sure you may or may not have complete royalties to, and you might have just been calling just as a fucking courtesy. But for you to say, oh, I don't know, that, that don't make no sense. But at the same time, her being the old ass person that she is, I can understand her not feeling it. Yeah. Thinking okay. thinking back to it now, it it kinda has it I don't know. Because I'd have to listen to it again, but just thinking about it and thinking of it from those eye view, it's like, well, yeah, you're kind of throwing something off. I don't know. No, and I would say I don't. I will say that I don't think it aged well a lot in the sense of like. So his verses, he wasn't really. I I think the idea of the record and the beat of the record was much better than the delivery of it. I think it was dope. Like he was rapping with his mouth wired shut after having his shit pushed back in his mouth like that was an incredible feat to do something like that but on the verses like the verses he wasn't that much of a lyricist i drink a boost for breakfast an intro for scissors like you could have said so much more powerful stuff on that record i mean at the same time you're being timely 
and you know you're, you're throwing homages and i'm pretty sure if you're stuck in the fucking bed all you have is time to fucking think about shit so i think that was and, and you know and homages are you know what I'm saying, are a sense of tribute you know what i'm saying and respect but whether it be in fucking movies to classics i think the same in, in music and although that wasn't the most lyrical we know that kanye was that backpack kid although it was a fucking gucci louis Vuitton or whatever the fuck like he was the back he was originally a backpack kid even though rhyme fest was writing all that but that's another story oh was that for real kanye has had ghost riders his entire career ain't that something then he blew up but then again the beats kind of took him there so i would just say you notice how he was a backpacker when rhyme fest was around and when rhyme fest rhyme fest disappeared and their relationship fell apart kanye got pretty materialistic and then i would argue that a lot of his lyricism has gone away life of pablo uh personally he had a couple yo it's actually funny so life of pablo i wasn't a big fan of um i'm not even gonna talk about that last one yay fuck that album um but life of pablo was a interesting album um i I thought it was very like transparent it wasn't very like mm. but the one record on there that really hit home and like i really like i felt that record emotionally was 30 hours and I've drove mm-hmm. home 30 hours. And I was like, yo, that, that record like hit me hard because I, I've, I've driven 30 hours, if you will, for a check. Uh, but then it broke my heart to then find out recently, oh, Drake wrote that. No way. Drake wrote that record. <laughs> he, and, and, I don't, and I didn't want to bring him up because he still has some time to go. And as much as I don't like him, you're talking about consistency and, and time and years past. I can't believe it's been over 10 years that he's been in the game. Hate, oh, to, say, hate to say it because I'm also not a fan of Drake. And anytime uh, people comment, uh, like I got a cousin, I got a cousin I fuck with um, that is a super big Drake fan. And every time he says something positive about Drake, I'm in his comments talking mad shit. <laughs> um, and even with that, I would say how, you know, how I said great, uh, Jay-Z is the greatest of all time. It's not even close. If Drake continues to do what he does for another 10 years, he's right up there. And this is, again, this is coming from someone who I'm not a Drake fan, mm-hmm. but I get that the music's not for me, but what he's doing, we've never seen before. Yeah, and, and again, and so it, and people can hate all day talking about, oh well, he has ghostwriters, and I'm pretty sure even though Drake writes, we know that he has a fucking factory because he is a factory. I mean, he fucking well, isn't he owned by Apple? I mean, he has one of the biggest slave masters there is. So I mean, as, you know, as far as you know, backing goes, so. Bro, one of my favorite memes, because, you know, um, basketball head and, you know, uh, the Toronto Raptors just won the NBA title. uh, First time ever Toronto has won the title. And so it was hilarious. Have you seen the meme of the kid on Scared Straight where he's like laying down, trying to get some rest? And then the guards come in yelling at him. And he's like all scared. And he crying as he getting up and like trying to, you know, leave the cell or whatever. Somebody was like, yo, live footage of Drake waking up his Ghost Riders after Toronto won, and then they showed that news. And the went, oh, shit, I'm going to write these records. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What rhymes with Benihana? I'm sorry. 
Well, see, what's so true about that is the fact, all right, yeah, time to go to work, bitch. Like, all right, daddy's off vacation. So, yeah, time, time shall see on that one. But e even then, there's something so genuine about, um, again, I, well, are we done talking about Nipsey? Because I'm thinking to myself, you know, going back to where that shit was, man. Oh, yeah, I think, no, yeah, Nipsey was, what, two topics? You know, what are we talking about now? Oh, we were talking about what Kanye and Chaka Khan, but I'm off that shit too. So yeah, fucking off that shit too. Now another thing though that was pretty dope. Shouts out to motherfucking hip hop, bro. <laughs> did you see? Apparently, break dancing is pretty close to being added to the 2024 Olympics. Oh, I thought it was already going to be in the 2020s. No, nah, they didn't push it back. They didn't push it, <sighs> bro. Guess who's fucking is one that's really pushing for it? Japan. God bless Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shouts out to Japan and shouts out to the fact that, bro, if any country is hip hop, it's motherfucking Japan. I don't know what it is about Japan. Like they rock with hip hop and they don't rock with just like, so like in America, we, we rock with rap. Like, oh my God, they make rap records and oh, we're dancing and having a good time. No, Japan is about that motherfucking hip hop. Give me some motherfucking Wu-Tang. Give me some R.A. to Rugged Man. Give me some motherfucking Helter Skelter. Give me some motherfucking Static Selector. Give me Run the Jewels. Give me some of that oh, real yeah. motherfucking Talib Kweli, Mostaf, Black Star. Like, Japan is like, we want that real. Yo, I am so disappointed that I didn't make it as an artist and had a, uh, had a run through Japan because I could have got so much Asian... Hey, I'll leave it at that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I would have definitely left the trail of, uh, of communicable diseases in, in, have, my, in my breast. I'd have so many half Asian babies out there. I'm just saying. Oh, again, just and, and you know they're gonna they're gonna rule in Japan. Fucking big dick, fucking nappy hair, but yet yeah, light skin complexion, bro, unstoppable. Oh. I, I could have been the motherfucking African-American Genghis Khan of Japan ooh, 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 ooh. 200 years from now. 200 years from now, they'd be like, yo, that nigga verse DNA is still bubbling around here. Damn, what was he doing out here? Yeah, it's another t tyranny of Mongolians. Oh, my God. Why is all why is J Japanese people so dark-skinned nowadays? You know, you know what really tripped me out? In At home. Shout out to Vice, and this was probably, I didn't know it was a few years back, but I just recently saw it within the past year. Uh, Japan, for, for a short stint, had a cholo culture, bro. Bro, I saw that shit. Well, they had fucking <laughs> lowriders and fucking bitches named Sad Girl Suzuki. Bro, it tripped me the fuck out. So, I, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, culture uh, vultures be damned. Like, when people shout out shit, and deep cuts that don't need to be visited there's a little bit of respect that i kind of want to you know a little bit of sugar and spice i want to throw on top of that shit those nights bro if i ever get in a situation where i could not be tied to a nine to five where i just got to go to work every single day if i could like i again like i'm a people watcher and like the perfect job for me would be in a situation where i could people watch and report on it yeah, bro, I, would, brother. <laughs> I would love to go to Japan for like three to six months and just be like, yo, I need to understand y'all. Like y'all like it's different out here. Like, is it the water? 
Is it the TV? Like, what is it? Like, something different out here. What y'all on? Um, is, it, is it when we nuked y'all? Did we nuke some shit into y'all? Like, did y'all evolve? Did y'all fucking like, y'all on some whole other shit? Like, I need to get out with y'all. What, what's cracking? I forget what her name was. I'm pretty sure I made her a dedication. She was the fucking bitch with the red dreadlocks or whatever. Something Rose or something. Yeah, shout out to Victoria, Victoria Rose. Yes. Yeah. Bro, she's out there in Japan living. I saw that. Making weird fucking videos like I survived off of eating 24-hour vending machines. I'm like, well, okay, whatever the f-. you know, what I'm saying little clickbait shit. But I'm just but I, but she's actually out there. I'm pretty sure fucking you know uh, nubbing off a cock or two. You know what I'm saying to fucking pay, get ends me going. But bro, you man, there's again. We talked about this last time again, where there's something that I really admire about being able to whether it's having the fuck it and wherewithal to just go do like you really have to have no sense of responsibility or <laughs> i don't know how the fuck motherfuckers do it I'm just like i got a mortgage and kids here like well how am i supposed to just unplug All like right. how do i i don't know i don't know but anyway uh how's this phone gonna pay for itself exactly I like i need this motherfucker on but uh olympics breakdancing 2024 yeah. So, um, apparently, yeah, breakdancing moved a step closer to the 2024 Olympics uh, as organizers are now looking to book a street venue in Paris. Apparently, they're going to call it Breaking in Olympic circles, <laughs> and its medal debut—oh, its medal debut was actually last October at the Youth Summer Games. Uh, the street dance competition will feature 16 athletes in each of the men's and women's medal events in Paris. Um, they're saying that they formally uh, endorse requests from Paris officials in February and their own executive board in March to professionally add breakdancers to the program. And it's pending a final decision in December of 2020. And it adds uh, four sports to this program, with the other three being skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing. Um, so, shouts out to that. Yo, hip hop wins again, man. And who, who said it was a fad? Yo, fuck y'all. Yo, whoever the hell lived in 1984 and never made it out. Yo, so what's funny is that, and we talk about them embracing these cultures. One oh. of the things that they, what's up? You One just of the things. reminded me, wait, uh, say that. I got to grab a book real quick. Say that. Okay. No, well, I, motherfucker, I wanted you to fucking hear this just so the fact you put me up past kind of defeats the motherfucking purpose. But what I did want to discuss is that fucking the japan culture is heavy into the rock you know what i'm saying like heavy metal sorts of shits you know what i'm saying like double bass pedal sort of get up in your ass sort of metal and being the nerd that i am fucking playing you know you name it konami and fucking capcom published games like you can hear the fucking the 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 metal that's in it so like, like i was saying just now is that japan they also fucking rock with uh, he- uh heavy metal mad heavy mm. and it's like i said you play fucking any kind of video game bro for the most part they have some fucking some shredding ass shit so again there's just something about being able to fully engulf yourself and and, and do shit but what, what did you pick up you say you got a so, and so talking about book y'all i cop this motherfucking joint the rap yearbook <laughs> this thing is fucking cold because essentially uh shouts out to shay serrano and ice t Basically, they put together this book, and this is the most important rap record from every single year, and what made it important. So, really, uh, what, what year does it go up to? Yo, it's every year that hip hop was out, and oh, it actually so it ends in twenty fourteen. 
because the book okay. came out in 2015. Um, but yeah, so like going back to 1979, of course, Rapper's Delight. That was the first big right. staple. Um, you could skip up to the 1982, The Message. Uh, that was a big one. 1983. Uh, no, uh, The Message was uh, Melly Mel. Okay. Um, in 83, you had Run DMC with Sucker MCs. Uh, you could hop over to 1988 with uh, Straight Outta Compton. Uh, you could hop up to motherfucking uh, 2008, A Millie. Um, look over at 2010 with Kanye West with the monster. Basically, they break down every single year what records came out that year and why this record was the most important record of this year because it changed hip hop. And like, even it goes back to because um, I'm enjoying reading all the shit from like the 80s. And so it talked about um, 1984 Friends, and they were talking about how big of a record that was. Houdini with Houdini <laughs> it helped to put together song structure that was a song yeah. that it was really like this is a hook and it's the hook, hook friends yeah. how many of us well, have happen. them and it was like it was a melody and that was and they were like that's what brought melodies into hip-hop so uh it's a cold book make sure y'all check it out uh the rap year book uh written by Shay Serrano and uh Ice-T did the foreword or whatever and just if you're a hip-hop head like me that shit so that's yeah, so so i wonder i wonder where it will fucking progress to and, and the fact that uh we've seen um i don't know i wonder if the country thing is gonna be more of a more of a thing or if he just if mr little nas x just kind of was gonna ride the the, the curtails of it because you figure he i don't know because i feel he's kind of far retarded but at the same time i can't deny fucking hits Yo, and I will say this because his seven song EP just came out, um, I think last week or earlier this week. Um, that kid's going to be around for a while. Yo, I, I, I thought it was a one hit thing with Old Town Road. Yeah. No, nah, after listening to a few more of these records. Yeah, Panini, uh, fucking Rodeo. Like he. He, he got records one of the things that geeked me out so much because he had a lot of people kind of lend some help to want to be in that video and i don't know if people did it on their own accord if they did it for free if there was any kind of fee that has to go into because it was pretty high quality uh filming and fucking special effects fucking rico nasty was in that shit fucking diplo played some fucking country bumpkin like i wonder if he did that shit so he could slip him some beats because you figure like if this is gonna be here we gotta write these fucking coattails i got a fucking album i gotta push out you know what i'm saying i need a fucking other feature for my fucking 21 tracks of features I don't know. So it, it geeks me out. And, and I do wonder, though, like, what, what the fucking come from that? Oh, I, yeah, fucking Diplo, though, man. It's creepy ass motherfucker. No, I was just going to say, no, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the kid because that was the whole thing. Uh, kind of same thing. I was on my hiatus uh, during all that. And just that was the beauty of it was, again, fucking country being racist. You have this white kid, and I get it that oh, it has a trap beat under it, so it's not, it's not, that's not country, that's 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 rap. But I'm sorry, what's the fucking? There's the one black kid that does country now, uh, Harry Kane, who he's like midst or whatever. If he would have did that shit, they were like, oh, did you hear this new? Oh, we're taking country to whole new levels it was because this little full blooded nigga <laughs> over here did this shit. They didn't want to fucking recognize him. And then it, the funny thing about it is y'all made him. I never heard of that record. I didn't know nothing about that. I didn't care about it until y'all made it such a big deal. 
Then when y'all made it that big of a deal, I was like, yo, I'm gonna go check this kid out. See what you're talking about. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, I like it. And then I've been following the kid on Twitter ever since. I'm like, yo, he's literally a kid. Like he is, bro. He, he was fucking brilliant on Twitter because he kept doing his thing where he kept announcing his album cover and like he redid Drake's uh, Nothing Was The Same album and he did the whole picture and then it's like the blue with the clouds behind it and then uh, he's like man he's like everybody keep hating talking about I bit Drake's album cover he's like that's clearly a different blue and them clouds ain't even shaped the same man y'all hating <laughs> and then he did another one and it, he redid the Take Care album where he's at the table or whatever and he's sitting there or whatever He's like, man, I ain't even got the same shirt on as Drake. Why y'all keep doing this to me? It was hilarious. I like this kid. I want to see this kid. I want to see this kid win. I want to see what features he's going to get on. Because he had, a, again, I, I didn't hear the, the record, but one of the singles that popped up, and I guess, I don't know whether you call it singles or not, if it's just shit that pops up on YouTube. But he has one with Cardi B. And her just being fucking the real as she is. Really quickly. Is that Rodeo? Huh? Is that rodeo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, one of my favorite lines of the cookie that she says is, uh, she's like, I don't have husbands. Uh, I have motherfuckers that make me make me widows or some shit like that. Pretty much saying these fucking niggas gonna die. But yeah, she just she raw as fuck. But yo, and then she had a she has a video for the song Press, and it's similar to the Instagram picture that you know got famous from mm. the release of that record. Uh, there's something brought fake titties don't look good. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. No, I've never been a fan of the fake titties, and I don't like the fake ass. I don't like none of the fakeness. Like, just give me a fucking real ass, just a regular woman. Like, you know, like how you were born. Like, that's cool. You sound like, real light skin like, right now. I like you like that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for no, it really does look disturbing, though. And then, yeah, I, I got a face looked at me like... Like really. And even like um, yeah. Kim Kardashian is a good example of that because you see the pictures of Kim and Kim looks hot, like she looks bad or whatever. But then when you see her in pictures around regular people, she looks weird as fuck. It's like when I see you next to regular people, like you look so fucking like made up. Like, oh, yo, one of my favorite uh, snapshot pictures, which I'm not sure if it was planned or not, but they definitely caught that bitch off guard. It looked like uh, Kylie Jenner. She had went to the fucking dentist and this bitch didn't have none of her makeup, none of her spray tan, none of her jewelry accessories. She fucking had regular glasses on. Dog, her eyes look cocked like a motherfucking pistol, bro. And you know, she looked like she did when she was 14 years old. Like, I kid you not, she looks exactly how she looks. Remember when she was 14 before she, when she oh, was just, wait, when she was dating, dating Tiger? Was she? No. Yeah. No, that was, that was pre that, though. No, that was pre that. Pre the. the wait, you're saying he was dating Kylie before she was 14? Oh no, you're right. Yeah, she was no no, she was sixteen. She was sixteen. Nah, them, them them niggas was lying. She was fourteen. She was fourteen. That that bush just barely got some hair and Tiger was like, How you doing? <laughs> I heard this is what they put. Yo, speaking of uh dude, shout out to fucking OJ Simpson on Twitter, bro. Just giving his fucking opinion about wanting to watch the Democratic fucking uh, debates. And it, oh, I and didn't see the new one, but I've been I, I I'm unfortunately I'm one of the idiots that's following OJ on Twitter. And <laughs> I, I seen you liked or retweeted something, bro. It came on the fucking I was like, yo, 
I'm like, yo, this nigga, wow. Like, I'm just waiting for the the, the fucking confession to come out. That's why I'm watching. I'm just waiting. Yeah. Like, you know what, man? Statue of limitations. I killed that bitch. What y'all going to yeah. do? Right. What, 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 what's happening? <laughs> Who awake? What you, what, WYD? No, no, no. But legit, like, he just has all the fucking time in the world. I think it was legit 40 minutes till the fucking, till the debate started. He's just like, yeah, I'm just here chilling. We're about to, you know, get it lit. But you know what I'm saying? I'm just on a golf course, waiting for this shit to start. Like this motherfucker, though, it just it, it cracks me up because I want to say it's kind of like seeing my grandpops, bro. Like if this motherfucker had money to you know, go live his life, he just happened to chime in every now and again on the internet, make sure people know that he ain't dead. I ain't dead yet, motherfuckers. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to him, motherfuckers. Shouts out to him. John to live so no, shouts out to and fucking my goddamn stupid ass computer has been stuck on one page for about. I've been rambling for a minute, boy. Goddamn. Yeah, it, it's been fucking stuck for about <laughs> seven minutes. So I'll go ahead and I'll pull out the trusty cell phone so I could go ahead and get into my next little topic that I was going to bring up. Okay. Um, motherfucking, uh, moving on to that uh, news that makes you go, oh, what, what the fuck. fuck? Uh, Papa, did you see the motherfucking story about the woman who falsely reported that her husband killed her? This has been happening a lot lately. When, what is, this? Is, this a, is this another Florida man's pair? Uh, no, this is actually, where is this? Uh, Buffdale, wherever that is. But um, So apparently a woman uh, allegedly thought her husband was cheating on her and uh, was arrested Tuesday after falsely reporting that her husband had killed her. Because, you know, when uh, your husband kills you, uh, you know, he gives you one last phone call while you're dead. And then, yeah, get some shit or something. Um, yeah, really yeah. quickly. It reminds me of this line. I don't know if it was from one of the scary movies, uh, but it was, I think, where Anthony Anderson played fucking uh, uh, Makai Pfeiffer in 8 Mile. And he was saying this. I think Kevin Hart was in it. And they were reflecting, like, a moment of waking up dead. He's like, well, he's like when you wake up dead, do you ever really wake up? Because you did. So how are you going to wake up if you – how do you wake up dead? And he's talking about fucking shooting himself. And he's like, blow, blow, blow. And then fucking – I don't know if it was Kevin Hart or something. He's like, he's like damn, when you died, how did you get the extra three shots in there? But, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all bad. That's all bad. It don't make no sense. It's, it's, it don't make no sense. Now, uh, Rebecca Spring Nelson, 44, of Bluffdale, was arrested for investigation of what criminal... What state is this? I still don't know what state this is. She's saying Bluffdale. Bluffdale. I don't know where that is. Um, she was arrested for investigation of criminal mischief and making a false police report. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, about 2 a.m. Tuesday, a woman called 911 after receiving text messages from a person uh, claiming to be her husband, stating that he had shot his wife and didn't know what to do. Uh, the woman asked the man if he was serious, and he responded by Ted's that he wasn't joking. Police officers from Saratoga Springs, that does sound like Florida. Oh, yeah. Florida. Um, so apparently the uh, people in um, Saratoga or whatever um, responded to the husband's home, surrounded and ordered the residents to come out. That's when Nelson walked up to the officers on scene, trying to unravel what was going on, learned that Nelson and her husband had gotten into an argument several hours earlier because the husband was texting another woman, and uh, she smashed her husband's laptop, took her husband's phone, and left. Now, Nelson began sending texts to the woman using her husband's phone, and while claiming to be her husband, the report said that's when she allegedly told the woman while acting as her husband that Nelson had been shot. 
Rebecca claims she wanted to see how the woman would respond, and Rebecca wanted to see the woman would be covering up the crime. Um, apparently, her and her husband had only been married for about 10 months, so that was a relationship that was not going to work. So, yeah. what the fuck? See, one of the... You figure, though, man, like... And I don't know if it's because I haven't been... It's been a minute since I, I, I've been scorned. Like, the last time I was, like, truly, like, fucking heartbroken and scorned, all it did was lead me into a life of whoredom. But even then, that, that shit fucking fizzled out. So, like, I, I don't know what can truly fuel and keep your asshole lit with, I imagine, just an end, endless supply of fucking firecrackers or M80s or whatever the fuck that's going to keep the fucking plop, plop, plop coming out of your asshole to keep on keeping on like that. Like, have you ever been that enraged to where, I mean, at some point, I don't know. Do you have to have one last shebang? Like, do you not feel like that's going to fucking get your ass fucking caught up in the system of sorts? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I can't call it. I've never been so mad that I told someone that I got killed and I was alive. I don't know. That just, that sounds like some wild, oh, Florida shit. Um, Shouts out to her. Now, uh, shout out to another person, uh, another woman that uh, made you go, what the fuck? Uh, Popo, did you hear the story about the 93-year-old grandmother uh, named Josie, who her health was failing, and uh, she had one last thing on her bucket list before she died. Um, she did wanted to be arrested. Uh, bro, th- this is a thing, bro. These are fucking fads, dog. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not... Can you guess the race? White as hell. <laughs> I always say it must it, this, that's got to be fantastic for your bucket list to be like man I just want to see what it feels like to be arrested and my black ass I'm like I'm trying to stay out the motherfucker like I just I don't the caucasity of it all I just don't get it <laughs> see cause look now it'd be one thing let's say it was a uh, someone latin or someone black that maybe had this thrill because we've seen our fucking family and our relatives and our cousins and our neighbors fucking get thrown into the goddamn trenches of 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 what some people call sweet sweet fate and to think that so um, you don't normally see that because heart and despair and the aggressiveness of some don't really make it a fucking delight that's why I, I laugh when people they have certain kinks i'm not going to kink shame i mean kink shaming is my kink but i i can't i would never get someone you know if someone wants to put a peg up their ass or you know what i'm saying someone likes to be pissed on like whatever fucking thrills you and, and really fucking makes you live like i feel like our life should be full of those moments yes. but to, but you really have to be deprived and sheltered to need that i think because yeah you know it's it, it when you it's like it's like if you grew up in a fucking in a in a great household maybe you want a fucking feisty bitch that's gonna yell at you and make you feel like you're alive you know what i'm saying but i'm pretty sure people from a broken home that's the last thing they want to fucking deal with and i always say so i have this theory because you'll see i've watched a lot of porn in my day and you come across these porns where it's that um, 
cock ball torture or whatever where the guy just wants the chick just like kicking the shit out of his nuts and just like stomp on my nuts and just beat me a lot of those guys are like fucking fortune 500 ceos Mm -hmm. and i always say like it's again it's that thing so it's that i'm at work 70 hours a week and i'm just i'm yelling at everyone and they're just cowering you know when they see me just oh my god i'm so scared that guy could take my job and so on and so forth and then so they're so riled up on that they could control every fucking thing that then they want to get in the bedroom and get sexually dominated by a much stronger person and that's the reason why they get these dominatrix and all that because that's what's missing in their life and so thing with these fucking old white people like oh my god i want to get arrested and see what that's like it's because you've never been fucking oppressed niggas we want to stay the fuck away from the cops i don't want to i fuck 12 i don't want to be around them bro it really makes you feel like this is just an ass backwards way of living like if this is real life then ain't none of this shit real no simulation theory i've said it a thousand times i'll say it again we're living in a computer matrix program but i don't know and at the same time when i think of certain parts in life when they get hard and i think of this thing i'm thinking why the fuck am i still putting quarters into this bitch why nigga turn this bitch off reboot man where's the reset button but i mean it just lets you know that i guess it's not that simple then so there has so there has to be i don't know there has to be some some kind of fucking complexity that we fucking we we ain't putting our our finger on the trigger on the button and fucking white people bro god love them not not even to make it about that Yo, actually, speaking of which, man, this is, this actually happened locally. There was a a mom. She was in the Peoria area near like the Arrow, Arrowhead Mall. I guess there's some kind of casino out there, and this mom had left her fucking I don't know if he was seven, eight years old at a between four to eight, which is still a fucking fragile age. Left yeah. his ass at a fucking McDonald's play place while she went to the casino. Oh my God! What Bro. the fuck? Doug, so and the thing that I think was the most cold-blooded is that this bitch didn't even get down with him. I don't know if that was just a way to get get him the fuck out the car right away. She didn't fucking bother, you know what I'm saying, making sure this motherfucker got himself something the value menu, you know what I'm saying, keeping himself company. She fucking maybe barely did. I don't know. I could just imagine her doing like a fucking California roll where she barely fucking stops and fucking hops out the goddamn car. She says, I'll be back in two hours. I'll be back in a little bit. Fucking ends up going to the fries across the street and ends up going to the fucking casino which i'm pretty sure was in the whim of the fuck it's probably thought his ass is probably just swimming in feces up there in the little fucking play place you know they're disgusting as hell and dog she fucking tries to say a bold-faced ass lie about how his son's a mama's boy and that she can't be without him and this and that dog they don't sever her rights they fucking allow her to continue and be where they fucking connected video footage of this bitch leaving um of the parking lot of mcdonald's at 8 fucking 30 in the evening that's pretty goddamn late to then fucking come back and leave leaving the casino parking lot at 10 32 like this bitch was gone for a while tried to say that it was a matter of fact that she went to fries to get and she has the eggs they said that they felt the fucking eggs it was fucking room temperature <laughs> this bitch right bitch was- half the eggs have hatched already what are you talking about <laughs> these have b- clearly been in the sun for quite some time <laughs> bro it, the audacity doc and what the fuck yeah I don't know.
kids can be oh. annoying, but fuck, man. Have but, mercy. But, but that's a that's a extreme case of it. So that's fucking wild. Yeah. Now, uh, something else that makes you go, uh, what, what the fuck? fuck? I'm gonna have to switch over here because fucking my whole shebang bang is all fucked up over <laughs> here. Um, yo, shouts out to Twitter. Um, who had a real good uh, little laugh about this. Uh, did you hear about that neighborhood that got vandalized by some Crips? No, but really quickly, before we go into the story, fuck the little white bitch from Connecticut or from Pennsylvania or whatever hood that fucking Travi comes from because this bitch uh, drew a fucking dick on Nipsey Hussle's memorial. We didn't get to talk about that, but yeah. So there's yeah. some Crips in, in Malibu or what? No, so apparently there uh, were some Crips in Atlanta. And um, a neighborhood in Newton County, Georgia, was tagged with alleged gang graffiti earlier this week, according to uh, the Atlanta news station. At least three homes and a car were hurt, hit with black spray paint. Um, and neighbor Mary Smith was shocked. I couldn't believe it when I saw it because we don't have that in this neighborhood. Now, Popo, can you see the screen of the graffiti? Yes. Now, what does, what does that graffiti say? I don't know if it's cursive. Is it rips? It says Crips. Okay. Can I, can I ask you a question? Um, do you, have you ever met any Crips in your life? Like blue wearing about that life people? Yeah, like like I, I, I've known some Crips. I, I, I know a lot of gang members. I've been around a lot of gang members. I got a lot of gang banging family. Um, Crips don't write in cursive. Isn't it old English? I've I've never know that is cursive. I've never know I've never met a crip who knew calligraphy. So it's just a little odd. So uh the crips was written in messy cursive and um everyone started um like what? So uh people were tweeting uh real life crips looking at this and it's a picture of Rihanna saying this is the most ghetto shit I've ever seen in my life. Uh this person shared this clip of Charlie Murphy. It was like the Crips came through and spray painted Crips on everything in cursive and hit him with the Charlie Murphy laugh. Hitting that fucking elbow, not the elbow with the fucking knee. Hit him on the knee. Um, the Crips are trending on Twitter. It's funny because everyone knows this is not the Crips tag, but the news is running with the story. Five minutes of actual research, laughing my ass off cursive. Exclamation points. Gang tag sets. Uh, gangs tag sets. Not the word. And that was one of the other most important things that kind of showed from all it's, this. It's like something saying bloods. Is if you're a yeah, if you're if you're a Crip, you're not like tagging Crip. Your shots out to Nipsey from earlier today. Yeah. You're tagging Roland Sixties. That's your set. You're a Crip, but that that like you don't fucking go somewhere and um like put on like oh what's your you know your job resume? Oh, you know what do you do? Oh, I'm I'm Safeway. What do you so mean? No, what do you mean you're Safeway? Oh, well, like, what do you do? I say, oh, I'm a cashier. Yeah, you would put cashier on the resume. You're a cashier at Safeway, but you wouldn't put Safeway as your job description. Just like I tag my set, I'm tagging Treyway. That's my set. (laughs) Only 50s. Hilltop. I'm tagging my set, not left. Uh, We don't believe you you need more people. Why do white people keep doing this? They're reminding me. 
Uh, is that a thing? What? Is that a thing? That you what? need more people? That's just fucking hilarious. I don't know. Yeah, that shouts out to Jay Z. We don't believe you. You need more more people. So shouts out to him. Uh, but no, that's just that's the whole thing. And like I remember, uh, there was this whole thing, um, and it was like around the time Trump was running, and all these different white neighborhoods kept trying to come out about how racist black people were. And then there was like this graffiti, and it was like blacks rule. Black people don't talk like that, dog. Like I have never said blacks rule. What are you talking about right now? Blacks don't talk like that. <laughs> Yo, it's funny. I'm, I'm thinking about. Uh... Do you remember 40 year Virgin? Uh, the yeah. There was a scene, and I forget the name of the brother, but he then got popping on the show Weeds, or one came before the other, I, I can't recall. Uh, same, his name is something Malcolm. And uh, this dude, you know what I'm saying? He's a he's a tight Tay Diggs looking, you know, suave kind of guy. And uh, you know, he's playing this dude that works like at a Circuit City, and he runs into uh, Kevin Hart. This is when Kevin Hart was just blowing up. You remember the scene? Yeah. And uh, anyways, they're, they're talking shit to each other about who's the most hood nigga, you know, out of the out of the crew. And again, mind you, because it's only elder over time that I heard this. So I'm wondering if it's a California thing. Um, the Rolling Twenties is that from Cali? Uh, Rolling Sixties. There might be a twenty, um, but yeah, I know Rolling Sixties. Uh, unless it was just a play on the words, because I remember he's he's like he's like we heard of Rolling Twenties, nigga. Like he was like just trying to fucking like put the the sizzle on the tongue and uh, bro. It's, again, that intensity, that fucking that need to represent and then to laugh to fucking see it the most literal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because uh just to uh take you guys into the behind the scenes of running a live podcast so that was the microphone that i that we spent 30 minutes trying to get to work earlier before we went live um my during this whole time we've been doing this show in the past like 20 30 minutes as we've been at living and freestyling my computer crashed and so i haven't been able to get to any of the show notes and i had to reboot every motherfucking thing and as you see uh it's back up and running and oh would you look at that it's working flawlessly i have motherfucking uh soundboard now what it do baby yeah <laughs> Yo, what's the deal with that fucking meme? The the, the first one I saw was uh, I guess it was a bitch saying, um, "Me when my man gets home from working a twelve hour shift and the the fucking food isn't made, the dishes ain't fucking washed, and I'm sitting there chilling like." And then it has a whole saying, "What it do, baby?" And he's just fucking just looking at his phone, not giving no do, fucks, looking at his goddamn phone. <laughs> What do you do, baby? Yo, shouts out to motherfucking well, that's Kawhi Leonard. And so, again, Popo not being the basketball person, if you will. Oh, so, so the thing that's hilarious about it is so Kawhi Leonard is um, basically a robot. So he's arguably probably the best basketball player in basketball today. Like he's better than LeBron. He's technical. Because LeBron, well, just like he's offense, defense, he's the best at what he does or whatever he has surpassed lebron and so the thing that's funny with uh Kawhi leonard is Kawhi is not um talkative and so he does like media interviews and he doesn't like really engage with like the media like it was funny during the uh during the finals 
they lost game two and they were like Kawhi Leonard uh you guys put up a great effort today but you guys lost game two uh what's next for the Toronto Raptors and he was like um we're gonna go play game three like, like, what do you mean? Like, okay, we lost game two, so Nets, we're going to go play game three. Like, he's very just straight to the point or whatever. Now, what's hilarious is the nigga won the title, and he's been super fucking uh, jokative and just all over the place, and then he was in the back of the car like... What it do, baby? Yeah. And so the nigga just don't like the media. <laughs> That's what it appears to be. So it's hilarious that we have now learned after about 11 years that this dude does have a fucking personality. And so that's how that meme blew up. So he was just waiting for the fucking to, to win his fucking championship. Well, no, he's won a title before, but he's just he's very like keep to himself. But it's like, oh, shit, he just like he ain't got nothing to say. Like I play basketball like that's what I do. And it's actually funny because one of the jokes about Kawhi Leonard is he's so like keep to himself and quiet. Um, there was a joke going around and someone was like, yo, I bet Kawhi Leonard's family doesn't even know that he played basketball. I bet he gets home from the game and he just sits at the table and eats dinner and doesn't tell anybody how his work day was. And nobody knows that the nigga's actually in the NBA. <laughs> he's, he's there every Sunday, so no one questions anything. Oh, he didn't make no question on. So shouts out to him. Now, uh, yo, we talked um, abortion earlier today, mm-hmm. and uh, since my com- since my computer seems to be fucking working now, we can get into some actual articles and all this freestyling. Man, y'all respect our crap, man. You see all them bars we just had? All that freestyle shit off the top of the dome, yo. So many problems in the world, <laughs> freestyling shit. But yo, they don't need to be knowing nothing. Man, no, they need to know how ill we, man, we kill, we be killing, man, y'all even, y'all even know, y'all even know, y'all, if y'all only knew the technical difficulties go behind trying to put together a fucking live podcast, Bro. respect the craft, y'all, respect the craft. Yo, the, the two, uh, actually the last, so, uh, the last big podcast, man, it was me fucking hotboxing the goddamn garage, trying to beat the sun from fucking cooking the outside, and me just fucking, you know, all right, take done, take done. None of my shit fucking worked. I literally had to fucking use my hand, pe- my, my little field recorder, fucking upload the shit because the memory card on that shit is fucked. Jump that thing in there. Delete that shit. Okay, you know, keep recording because mm-hmm. I, I needed one fucking wire that I, I totally forgot the printer used as well just so I can connect my goddamn sound card just so I can use this fucking microphone I'm still paying up. Like, it, it's just a, it's a terrible thing. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, support your local podcasters. That's all I'm yeah. saying. And then uh, some more of that news that now that I have a soundboard should make you go. Booty, New one. Ooh. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Death row inmates are using recent abortion ruling to argue that they cannot be executed. What? What the fuck? Yo, I've heard really quickly fucking New Jersey had a break, outbreak of the mumps. I don't know how the fuck you get the mumps. I don't know how the fuck this shit still exists along with fucking polio. But six motherfuckers in New Jersey uh, fucking caught that shit. So I don't understand the fucking the, the bullshit that goes in there. The motherfuckers that have to lie to say that the shit is kosher in order to get fucking fed something decent. What the hell does this mean? I don't know. I don't know. 
But uh, yeah, so apparently some uh, inmates are coming together. Uh, they're declaring that a woman's right to terminate a pregnancy was constitutionally protected. Now, they're saying that all men are possessed of equal and inalienable natural rights, along which are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So they're interpreting Section 1 of the Constitution or whatever as affording protection to the right of personal autonomy, which includes the ability to control one's own body, to assert bodily integrity, and exercise self-determination. Now, according to this report— this right allows a woman to make her own decisions regarding her body, health, family formation, and family life, decisions that can be included whether to continue a pregnancy. Now, the guys are saying that since um, the argument is saying that since a convicted killer cannot be or that a convicted killer cannot be executed because based on the court's logic, the death penalty would infringe upon the convict's inalienable right. So they're taking the fact that women are saying, hey, you can't make me abort or you can't tell me if I can keep this baby or not. Like, it's my right to do what I want to do with my body. Then you can't tell me as a motherfucking killer that you have the right to kill me because, no, I got the right to my body. First of all, you sever your fucking rights when you become a felon. So that's that's what fucking depunks that shit no. right there. First no. of all. What the fuck? That's first. Well, go ahead. Oh, wait, no, no. I was well. Wait, wait, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> no, just what the fuck. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what the fuck did I just say? Tell me you were listening. <laughs> Tell me you was listening. All right. Oh, wait, shit. My- you lose your rights. You oh. lose civil fucking rights when you become a felon. Just how so. the bullshit you got on, don't you lose the fucking right to carry arms? So you lose basic fucking privileges do you not so i say yes and no but one of the fucking issues with that again is just how laws are just words on a piece of paper and how like what's fucked up up in america right now is you got niggas doing life sentences off of selling weed while you got other people becoming multi-millionaires off of selling weed like that's one of the issues in America today is just a lot of the shit doesn't fucking add up. I mean, it's kind of outdated. What? the? Well, yeah, yeah. And so then that's one of the, and I mean, again, like you create a slippery slope if we're like, oh, yeah, just start letting all these people out of jail because then we're going to find some other shit that we should be letting people out of jail, et cetera. But anyway, the whole point of it is that – um Laws are just it's, it's shit on paper, and then that's the unfortunate part about it is you're always going to have some shit like this where some people are going to take something and take it to the whole nother at another level. Because again, and I am someone who I, I and so I you know the abortion is a hot topic right now. So I am pro-choice. I am pro pro-choice in the fact that a woman should have the right to, if she wants to have an abortion, have an abortion. That's your motherfucking right. That's your motherfucking body. You know if you're motherfucking ready for that child. In the same sense, I am married and I have two kids. And even though I don't plan on having any more kids, if 
the wife got pregnant again. Okay, I guess we got another kid because I my choice that I choose is I choose not to have a, a or I choose not to abort the baby. Like, okay, we can figure this out. But again, yeah. I'm in a whole I'm 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 in a good place, if you will, in the world, if you will. Um but it's one of those things where like I don't know, the thing and and that's my issue with just anybody who's against abortion anybody who's against gay marriage and you know different things like that so if you're against abortion don't have one if you're against gay marriage don't marry gay like my issue is my issue always with a lot of these things is the government shouldn't be able to say that because again i'm in an interracial you know marriage 40 50 years ago what me and my wife are doing is illegal so again the government shouldn't be able to say that what you choose to do that's you as long as you ain't hurting nobody else do whatever the fuck you want to do and that's the other reason why it's kind of radical but that's why i'm also a person who i believe all the drugs should be legal you want to be a crackhead be a crackhead don't hurt nobody long as you're not hurting anybody i don't give a fuck what you do in your off time just don't hurt nobody in the process point blank that's right? it that's yeah. it and see, and, and I wonder, because uh, remember one of the last times that we, that, you know, we're doing the show, I think it was New Jersey or somewhere in Connecticut. They were, and I think maybe other places are adopting it too, where they're kind of giving these safe havens for people that are doing heroin so they can come down or say, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So it's like, mind you, it would cost money, but think about those that are fucking dying from this. So again, if we're trying to collect these souls, if we're trying to, I don't know, reform and restructure community, or if we just want somewhere where someone can kind of, you know, go away in peace. I mean, people can consider just how, you know, this, you know, talking about sex and the birds and the bees and why we call it that is so fucking taboo. It's like, well, if we go on ignoring it, then we're going to create a fucking very delicate bridge and, and again, by ignoring it, you know, you're only making shit worse or, yeah. you know, or create uh, a fucking such a, a culture shock when, you know, people decide to go against the norm. So I don't know, I guess. And I always say it's kind of the same thing with like the preacher's daughter. Like if mm. you, oh, like we're going to keep her protected and safe from the world and so on and so PK. forth. You have this culture PK. shock. Yeah, and then kind of same thing. Um, I always say that with these white kids who are shooting up schools, and oh, you protect them and timeout and participation awards and all that. And so, like, I'm—I don't want to say hard uh, because I, and, you know, I have a—I I have a good relationship with the boys. Uh, you know, I'm hard on them when need to be, but they also I'm very loving with them or whatever. So, like, I'm, I'm the you know law enforcer when needed, but also I'm you know loving and so on and so forth. I'm, I'm the hammer but, and the pillow. Exactly. There you go. The hammer and the pillow. So now the the thought process behind that, and so that's why I, I'm super big on everyone else around them, don't baby them. If they they run in, they fall, bam, hit their knee, blood, they're bleeding and all that, stop. Don't baby them. Nah. Uh, you good? Nah, yeah. get up. Walk it up. Nah, you good. You good. Oh, they doing something. Bam, hit my head. Oh, okay, let me check it. Okay, you ain't got no knot. You good walk it off you good and the reason why i'm like that is because again when you become 18 nobody gives a fuck about you yeah so i need you to be strong now so when you get 18 
you could go through that because I see so many people were fucking coddled and oh my god, like yo, I had a I had a situation at the previous gig, and I had uh, I was a manager at the previous gig, and I had someone that worked under me, and this is why I don't like management because I just I don't know I I just be wanting to fight people, and fighting <laughs> people ain't always the right thing to do, but I no, want to fuck niggas up at times. Um, in corporate America, but I had this guy that worked under me. And um, he drove me insane because anytime you would come to him with something, it's like, oh my God, I never heard this. Like, oh my God. And just, oh, I can't do this. Oh my God. Like he was just so helpless. And I'm a people watcher and I would have conversations with other managers and I'm like, I don't like that dude. I don't respect that dude because I can tell that he is somebody who his parents have always done everything for him. I bet his fucking mom still makes his bed to this day. This nigga ain't never had to. That's what's what's up? that fucking paper bag, boy. It was his mom making PB&J sandwich. Cut out the crust. There, this nigga ain't never had to do shit. He ain't never been held accountable. And he's one of those where, hey, Timmy, go clean your room. Oh, mommy, I don't want to clean my room. And then, the, oh, oh, my God. Okay, Timmy, I'll go ahead and do it. Like, because he would do that, like, at work. Like, he'd be like, hey, I need you to go do blah, blah, blah. And then, like, he would go do it and he'd do a half-assed job. He'd be like, hey, man, like, that shit trash. Like, what you do? Oh, man, like, oh, man, but I can't. I mean, it was just kind of hard to lift this to do this. Like, nah, nigga, you a bitch. Like, making excuses. Like, and so, and that was the whole thing was like, yo, I was so fucking like, and it was, he was one of those. And it's actually funny because the day that we had to let the nigga go, um, you want you gave him the, the I no, I, w- I was in there. I was in there with the, with the firing and the firing took about two hours. Cause he was complaining, trying to rebuke or rebuttal. Yeah. And didn't want to leave. And Cap, oh, well, well, if I would have known, nah, nigga, like, we told you. Like, I told you a bunch of times. And, like, you see this piece of paper where I said that, like, we talked about this, like, months ago, and you signed that piece of paper? Oh, well, I didn't know why I was signing. Nigga, I don't give a fuck, nigga. We talked about this a couple of months ago. And then finally, like, after a whole bunch of time, I was like, yo, to be straight up with you, dog, yo, you, you, you just got to bounce. I got other shit to do bounce did you get bucked oh. with him or did you keep it corporate the whole time bro i no, i i was professional into the last five like nigga go like i'm over it i'm over it go like ain't shit else to say like okay either you leaving or we fighting out fucking side like i'm over it nigga you okay. fire go <laughs> go <laughs> like and again and i ain't no mr motherfucking tough guy or whatever but it's just like yo dog i'm about to beat the dog shit out of you like i'm over this we've been going over the same fucking shit for two hours i'm, I'm over what's it. that a word not asshole but like when you privileged that is affluent a, affluent bro there there's something about that that you know obviously we when we get baby we get babied and god bless you if you're able to you know what i'm saying to, to ever have such feeling and you must have in your life because they say that babies that don't get any fucking infection end up fucking dying right there in the goddamn hospital ward right so someone must have loved you right you fucking you're still here um there, there's no I mean, that's teachable but i feel like that's what you require life lesson to be fucking dragged to the goddamn mud in order for you to realize it i don't know how long can you be fucking coddled 
and it's so funny that you fucking allowed that shit to go because every single time, bro, and I've I'm ashamed to say I've been I've been let go more. I told y'all how many fucking W twos I had to go. I wasn't kidding. So I had a lot of fucking exit interviews yeah. this fucking past year, bro. So yeah. these moments. Oh of- damn, HR again. Okay, what's <laughs> up? I know how this. I I know hey. how this one ends. <laughs> look, look, you, you know that box that's right there in my right corner? Yeah, everything's already in there. Can you bring it with me? You should have yeah. told me I could have brought. You didn't have to inconvenience yourself. I I, I keeps that bitch packed because I know how this ends. <laughs> Bro, I, I'm not meant for no fucking corporate nine to five gig. I'm not. I feel like I'm amazing at the shit that fucking needs to be done because it's a fucking monkey could do it. Eventually, a kiosk would do it. It's not a fucking thing and. Um, I need to find my way out before that fucking shit happens because once it does, you know what I'm saying, it ain't gonna be ain't gonna be shit to be to be done. But um it's funny that every single time I've had those little you know, goodbyes, not once, bro, did they not have the energy and sometimes fucking physical motion and direction of get the fuck out of here. We've said what we need to say. You can say nothing else to dig your way out of this because we made the decision. We're talking about it. Wouldn't it be awkward to fucking see you tomorrow? Get the fuck out of here. It's hilarious. And it's it's funny. So knock on wood. Don't want to change myself. But I've been on the other side of that where I've been lucky where it's actually funny because I've only been let go from one job and I came back to the job. So that's mm-hmm. funny how that works or whatnot. But I have had a lot of exit interviews of leaving and going somewhere else. And it's funny because my last gig before this one, when I left, um, had to do the exit interview with HR. And so I'm like, oh, shit, you know, like, you know, I'm trying to come up with the worst. Like, oh, man, I appreciate the. I, you know, I, I appreciate the opportunity and, oh, my God, thank you for having me and so on and so forth. We're like, we're doing an exit interview. And then she's like, all right, so, like, like you leaving? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I, I wanted to give y'all, like, because I gave them, like, a week and a half. It was like a week notice. I didn't give them a full two weeks. And I was like, oh, man, you know. I wish I could have give you, gave y'all like two weeks, but like the training is like in a week or I would have to wait like five weeks. And she was like, who cares? She was like, you only got to get two weeks if you plan on coming back. She was like, I don't know why you would come back to this place. Like She said it like that. Yo, and then I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yo, like she just filling out paperwork. Like this bitch really don't care. Like I'm leaving. And yo, bro, she she quit three days later. Oh no shit. He was ready to get out. She's like, nigga, I don't blame you because I'm leaving this motherfucker. <laughs> I, w- I almost wish she would have given you the deets of like, what the fuck are you doing after this? What's going on? No, and it was funny because she asked me, she's like, what y'all, what you doing? Oh, okay, how much you going to be making? Oh, shit, that's what's up. Yeah, because, you know, I'm trying to do this one thing because, you know, I'm shit, shit, I got a second job right now because these motherfuckers are where I was like, oh, damn, like, for real, it's like that? Yo, how how can someone expect when, when one must supplement income, how the fuck do you ha- expect to have my mind, body, and spirit? You got my body here, bitch, because you won't let me telecommute. You have my fucking mind here be- somewhat because you feel like it takes that much to fucking pull this trigger and, and talk to this fucking thing, do this fucking whatever. But my, you bitch, you ain't got my soul, and that's the reason why I can't stand being up in this bitch. Mm. Mm. Ain't got my soul. Now, speaking of souls, uh, before, you know, we get close to, uh, you know, closing this out, one more thing, speaking about the soul pop-up, I came across this, and, yo, we got we to gotta talk about this before we get out of here. Um, question was brought to the forefront, and that question was, has homos- homosexual always been in the Bible? 
What do you mean, like the 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 term for it? The term homosexual. That yeah, man with a man and a woman with a woman. Has that always been in the Bible? Is the question. I don't think they've ever given it a word other than tying it to something negative. Let's say not even the word, but just the the act of sin is or whatever. But like I said, when they refer to it, from my understanding, from what I can recall, I you know I used to be quite the thumper. Uh, it's always been connecting it to something dastardly or something bad. Yeah. Now the question is, and this is something that I bring up a lot, and this is the reason why. And again, like I and I let's preface preface this by saying I talk a lot of shit about Christians, and it's all in fun because like i'll never if someone who prays i'm never gonna be like oh you're stupid you pray like no no do that shit like that's that's what makes you feel good oh you go to church every sunday oh shit yeah cool do that i don't do it but i'm not gonna hate on someone else like believe in yo what you believe in but my thing always with the bible has always been is the word that we have today the same word that was originally there and that's always my concern is the translation of everything and this scholar uh came out with the report and he goes in about the homosexuality in the bible and that those words may have been translated incorrectly and we may be prosecuting the lgbt community for absolutely no reason i'm intrigued now, so shouts out to this guy. Uh, duh, 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 forgot his name, uh, but uh, it's Ed for short. Um, but yeah, so they do this interview, and so this guy uh, talks about how there's different versions of the Bible, etc., and that the word homosexual or the translation about homosexual didn't show up in the Bible until 1946. So this guy says it first showed up in the RSV version, which is the revised standard version that popped up in the 1940s or whatever. And so he said what he did was, yo, I'm going to go back to the original Bibles and the original writings and the original languages before they got translated over. And so... He said he wanted to see how other cultures' translation, uh, translations treated the same verses when they were translated from the Reformation 500 years ago. And the Reformation 500 years ago was before the Reformation, um, people basically, you couldn't have your own Bible. You had to go to church because then the church had to say, hey, this is what's in the Bible, and they read it to you, and this is what you have to do, and you couldn't have your own Bible. Then when they did the Reformation, they passed out Bibles, if you will, to everyone, and then it's like you can interpret yourself, and you could take what you want to take out of the Bible. Now, which really quickly, I hate the fact, I hate, and it's a strong word, especially when we're talking about the Bible, that they use the whole New Testament to repeat five of the same shit. I just, I, I don't know. Okay, but keep going, brother. Message. So, um, so he started collecting old Bibles in French, German, Irish, Gaelic, and then Polish, you name it. So um, he said that uh, the most uh, European major languages that he collected over time, he said that he had a German friend that came back to town and asked if he could help him with a passage in one of the German Bibles from the 1800s. They went to Leviticus 18.22, and he's translated to me word for word. In the English where it says, man shall not lay with man, for it is abomination, the German version said, man shall not lay with young boys as he does with a woman, for it is, it is abomination. He was like, I said, wait, what? Are you sure? The guy said, yes. 
Then they went to Leviticus 2013, same thing. It didn't say men with men, it said young boys. So they went to 1 Corinthians to see how it translated, and the original Greek word, instead of homosexual, said boy molesters will not inherit the kingdom of God. He then grabbed a copy of the Martin Luther's original German translation from 1534. His friend was reading through it and said, Ed, this says the same thing. The word, and I can't pronounce that word, if you break it down to two words, in German, one of the words mean boy, the other word means molester. The words are boy molester. The original translation in the Bible didn't say anything about gay people. It said don't molest children. That's what they were saying in the Bible. And doesn't that make fucking sense? Why would you why would you uh, 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 depurify the pure? Why would you taint the pure? And why would you care if a man was having sex with a man or a woman was having sex with a woman? I don't fucking care if the parts don't mesh. Y'all can't have babies. I don't give a fuck. The problem is don't touch these kids because the kids are innocent. We may have been killing gay people and prosecuting gay people for I don't know how fucking long for no reason. It was translated incorrectly. And again, that's my overall arcing issue with religion and more so with Christianity, unfortunately, and don't take this personally. But more so with I mean, everything, bro. I mean, everything that's been inherited and by passed on by man. Well, so... And, I, and the reason why I say Christianity, so you have like the Muslim Bible, and the Muslim Bible hasn't been translated that many times. It's fairly close to its original writings of like a fucking thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. It's Christianity that I argue so often, it's been rewritten so many times. But, but think about what the Quran is. They say in order to be a good Muslim, you must be a good Christian. So mind you, it's built upon it. So uh, again, I'll, I'll, as pure as that translation is, at the same time, it's based upon something that, you know, they took his doctrine, bro. But, again, my whole thing is just that the – and, again, I'm using random numbers at this point right now. But if the Muslim Bible has been rewritten three times and the Christian Bible has been rewritten a hundred times, let's play the game of telephone. And which message, and again, and this isn't a promotion of the Quran or anything like that, but if we're playing the game of telephone and you're like, okay, hey, I need you to bet your soul on this game of telephone. And this translation, it went through three people before it got to you. And this message went through a hundred people before it got to you. Which one do you think is more accurate? I would have to say, oh, shit. The newest version, right? The, The newest version, right? The newest version what? You figure the Quran would be because it's the most recent, right? It's the most... Well, it's, it's just it's the, it's the most untouched. It's the most so untouched, the right? It has been cut but, least. But cut less, right? It's, it's, more, it's more raw fucking, you know, it's more pure cocaine, right? At the same time, look at where the fuck this rock is being cut off of. The the teat of what Christianity would did. I mean, again, to 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 understand it, you had to have that evolution. So what? if it's what? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just saying. So if, if it's if it if this thing is a foundation of something that was some bullshit, you you can't say that that shit is clean because it's been is based on bullshit. I mean, if, if I get what you're saying, you, yeah, you, your shoes have mud in them, right? Let's say your yeah. shoes have mud in them. You got some clean ass socks. You put them into the fucking muddy ass shoes. You got fucking mud on your socks. 
No, I get you. And no, and that's the reason why, again, my whole thing is I'm anti-religion. But me being anti-religion doesn't make me anti-God. Right. My anti-religion is that this is men trying to explain something that right. cannot fucking be explained. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the reason why, and you see, and, like, I even, like, people, like, again, like, you know, I always joke, like, some of the shit I say about Christians, people are like, oh, my God, you're atheist. No, nigga, look at my jewelry. All this fucking jewelry I got, all this shit is spiritual. I got gods all over me, bro. This spiritual shit really work. I got fucking Egyptian crosses all over this arm. I got fucking sacred geometry. This is the code. This is the, the, the geometry, the code of God. I got fucking Gnostic scriptures on my neck like no this this spiritual shit really work i don't believe in religion because religion and god in my mind are two different things and again it might have been god's word in the beginning but then and again it just i always use christianity because i just that's the one it's i've studied the most that's yeah. that's just that's the one i've studied the most i i i have all the christian stuff i have the mormon bible in there i don't have a quran so i know i know the history of the quran but i i haven't been able to read through it myself but it's not very exciting oh. that's the only that's the only bad thing about it just because, but i feel like it, 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 it's, right. <laughs> but no just my whole point with christianity is that um, you had people playing a game of telephone with it for 700 years before, because people, again, we were ignorant back then and we were poor back then. So we couldn't write anything down on a piece of paper. So for 700 years, these were to- stories that we told back and forth over campfires because we didn't have homes and we didn't have TVs and shit. And then after 700 years of passing all this information back and forth, we started to get uh, paper, the, uh, p- uh, the papyrus or whatever. And that's where the word bible comes from is it's a greek translation of the word paper and so they took these words and they finally put it on a piece of paper and then bam okay we got this stuff on the piece of paper and then you have the story of jesus and all this and then you had these stories that were passed around and all that and then you had the roman church or the roman uh government came together and was like yo you know what like we're trying to be like the number one fucking country in the world and like christians are getting killed everywhere they go so yo how we can double our population and say hey christians it's legal to be a christian over here because they were pagans back then and they were getting burned at the stake and it was like no if you're a christian you come over to rome and then and then you could be part of rome and then you could be a christian here we won't even care and all the christians flocked over there and they're like hey yeah so we're romans and we're christians and then that's where the christmas the date came because they were doing saturnalia that week and it was like, okay well that'll be christmas and then they had this other holiday and that'll be easter they t- started merging all the holidays with the pagan shit that the Romans were already doing and then they were like holy shit we got all these Christians in here and none of them believe the same shit this one believes this story this one believes that story hey let's sit down and have the council council of Nicaea and let's uh, get all these together and let's put one book together and we'll call it the Bible and we have the Old Testament of the old stuff we have the New Testament of the new stuff we're going to drop all these other things all these other things became the Gnostic Bible and then all the other stuff became the Orthodox Bible they were doing that for a whole bunch of years and then stuff started getting translated to different languages it's this language it's that language and then all of a sudden the reformation and oh no we can let people read the bible now then people will start translating it differently and then mormon religion came up so on and so forth and then all of a sudden oh shit king james came in hey we need to simplify this even more let's change it again it's been changed a hundred fucking times 
And that's just my my issue that I always just say with Christians. And again, believe in God. I'm not saying don't believe in God. I'm not saying don't believe in Jesus. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying that many governments since the beginning of time have altered that book. And if you're a if you're a Democrat and if Trump was like, hey, I'm going to drop some of these these books out of the Bible, you'd be like, hey, that's blasphemous. And if you're a Republican and Obama during his reign was like, hey, I'm going to drop some of the, I'm going to retranslate some of these things in there. You'd be like, that's blasphemous. But we're okay with it because some people a long time ago did it. And we're always okay when some old people did the shit. Like, oh, that happened like a long time ago. Oh, I don't, those were, those were, were those, they were men of God. No, they weren't. They were fucking corrupt politicians like the fucking ones we got now. Don't trust, don't trust man. And that's, again, why I'm Gnostic, because God is in you. Fucking A. It's the God in you. Man, even the Christians who listen to Mary Mary can at least appreciate that. It's the God in you. No, no, but, but real talk. I ain't though. got no church music to play real quick, man. I was the gospel. Hold up. Yeah, really? Give me some chords. But um, no, no, no. Really, 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 truly. Um, if we were to ever bring it to light, because, because again, it just takes a retranslation. It takes us going back. We now have the technology to be probably the most accurate we've ever been before. But because we've built these roads that have been built, do you feel like we're not all up to maybe invest or to, or to bring these things to light because of what it could change, even though it would be a whole mess of good, it, it could possibly um, I don't know if it like if to open up Pandora's box. I mean, it, I don't know. If, I never knew if that was a good thing or a bad thing. I always referred to it as it being a bad thing. Yeah, it's referred to as a bad thing. But I so and I don't know how my brain works. And again, I'm not, and that's the reason why I don't try to force my opinion onto other people. I'm highly opinionated, but I'm never going to be like, no, you need to believe what I believe. But the reason why I. I gravitated towards the Gnostic religion when I started researching the big split between the Orthodox Church that became uh, Catholic, the Catholicism or whatever, which every form of Christianity, I don't care if you're, oh, I'm Church of Christ, oh, I'm a Baptist, oh, I'm, I'm a Mormon, all that broke down from the catholic church that was the original christian church was the catholic church everything else y'all doing it's a it's a re-explanation of what the catholic said so in the beginning when christianity became a, a religion if you will there was the catholics and then there was the gnostics and then again of course each one of them they had their own little sets and so on and so forth i'm just doing an overarching overview of them the biggest difference is for the catholics it was like hey you got to go to church Hey, you got to pay your taxes. Hey, you need to go. You need to listen to what the bishop tells you. Hey, blind faith. I know you're too stupid and poor to read, but just believe that what I'm saying is in this book, blind faith. You got to believe this shit. Just listen to me. While Gnostics, it was, hey, man, you ain't got to go to church. Hey, you know what? How, how we baptize over here is we come and we have a congregation. I 
I spread the gnosis. I spread the knowledge to you. And I just baptized you. I put you up on game. Now you've been baptized because I just gave you the knowledge. I gave you the gnosis. And then the thing with the Gnostics was like, hey, man, you ain't part of this world, man. You greater than this world. So you know what? You ain't got to pay taxes, man. You ain't got to listen to that motherfucking judge. Like, no, you ain't got to do that shit. You're above all this because you're one of God's creatures and you're above this world because this world is fucking phony and fake. And then, of course, the Romans and the fucking politicians would be like, oh, no, you need to listen to that one that says pay taxes and you need to listen to authority. That that's the correct one. That other one that says just be a hippie and like and then I even I even that's say never that's never And I even say like if you even read the story of Jesus, he was on that Gnostic shit. He was going house to house telling people. And he was like, yo, stop fucking with these politicians. Hey man, I'm flipping this table over over here, man. Why y'all doing this? Like man, he was all doing it wrong. Gnostic stuff. He was the most radical. So I just say I think you guys got it wrong but again i'm i hey what do i know what do i know but hey look around me again this spiritual shit really work i'm just saying that yeah i mean i'm just saying i that. mean it's something you done made it through the wire yeah through the wire through the living and the, i don't even know the words but that shit so <laughs> no, not all that but uh so i don't know just message something to think about um, but I think it's about that time, Popo. Oh, don't tell me. I think it's about that time. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, hit him off, bring him off with a piece of the remix. No, I was gonna turn the lights off to get it a little down, but I can't even reach that shit. So yeah, I'm not gonna try for that. Not today. It's about that time for uh. please. I don't know. My name is Arizona Verse, oh. and I'm a Gemini. So you know what that means. It means Gemini, you're gonna die twice. Fuck it. <laughs> twice the headache. <laughs> Fuck it. Arizona Souls, uh, Arizona Souls. So Papa is a Capricorn, and it just means I'm a stubborn motherfucker. Stubborn, stubborn motherfucker. And I know about you Capricorns because I am married to one. And it's hilarious because, again, I always joke that I didn't, like, in the very beginning. That's why you don't like hanging out with me because you, cause you're like, man, I get enough skips. I don't need to be doing this shit with this motherfucker no, twice a week. No, and that, and that's the thing. Like, I get along <laughs> lovely with Capricorns. And it was one of the things where it was, like, in the very beginning, like, I was like, yo, because it was like, it's it's you, it's it's the wife, it's her sister, it's my brother-in-law and i was like none of these capricorns are the same like i didn't get it and then now i get it all y'all motherfuckers are stubborn and sensitive i fucks with all y'all but it's like yo y'all are stubborn and sensitive because i'll say some shit and then like like get upset and like oh no no i didn't no it wasn't directed at you (laughs) i was just saying i did i didn't it wasn't directed at you but yeah that's that Capricorn shit. So I ain't mad. I ain't mad. I love you. I love y'all nonetheless. I appreciate nonetheless. that. Appreciate that, brother. Yo, how'd you spend your birthday? If you don't mind talking oh, about it. And actually, um, shit, I guess we didn't talk about it. Yo, so my birthday, um, so it's actually funny. So I took a four-day weekend. I took two days off of work, which I am still recovering from because, unfortunately, <laughs> I live in a business where even if I go home to go to sleep, by the time I come into work, it's like, hey, man, Gary, you don't work 24 hours a day. Why are you doing this bullshit? Anyway, took two days off, um, and uh, day one, which was my birthday, was spent 
uh, doing something for the boys because that's what you do when you're a fucking old washed adult is that your time all about you. It, it ain't shit about you anymore. It's about the kids. And so uh, we took the boys to Sunsplash for seven and a half hours. Whoa. We got to Sunsplash around 2.30. We left. It was about 10. Yo, you got your dollars worth, though. Yo, we was living a drink. Now, one thing I learned from it. The youngest one, Zay, uh-huh. that little nigga's a gangster. <laughs> Why you say that? How is that? Gangster. So, me and Kai, we want to get on the simple shit. We want to do the lazy river. We want to head over to the kiddie pool to the little shallow area. We want to do all that stuff. Yo, Zay is like, yo, you see that big tall one right there? Like, I want to get on that one. Yo, me and him, me and Zay, it was just the two of us because Kai didn't want to do it. And so then, you know, Skips had to stay down there with Kai, you know, because he didn't want to do this one. Zay wanted to do the Storm Rider, which is the big, super tall one. So we get on the Storm Rider and we get on there. It's just me and him. And it's like a four tube, inner tube, or a four person or whatever. And it's just me and him. And we start going down. We start going down that first one. It's going a lot faster than I thought it was going to go. Were you spinning around, jumping up, fucking hen face? No, we're not even spinning around or anything yet. We're just going down at an incredibly, incredibly fast pace. My heart starts beating. I'm sitting here like, oh, my God, what did I sign him up Were for? you holding him or were you behind him? Well, no, so we got to be, like, on opposite ends because you don't want the shit to flip over. So we, like, on opposite ends, so, like, our feet are touching each other, but I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm, I'm scared. I'm like, what did what have I put my boy into or whatever? I'm sitting, my heart beating, and I'm scared because this is moving too fast for me. And we sitting down, and he, and he yells out, this is amazing! I'm like, how you got more balls than me, dog? I'm terrified right now. He like, yeah, man, this is it. Yeah. And then he wants to get on the double dare. And that's the that's the tallest one. And you stand up, you stand on this platform, and the platform drops from underneath you and you free fall into the slide. I said, dog, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> we need to free fall man. into the slide. Free fall into Too the slide. Too many things can go wrong with that. What? He's like, no, nah, daddy, we got to do that. He asked like eight times, dog, I can't do that. He got so mad. And finally, I had to go find the height thing. And I was like, look, you ain't even tall enough. We can't <laughs> was do that it. for real? Yeah, it was for real. That was finally my last excuse. Was legally, <laughs> I can't let you do this because you are like three inches too short. I legally can't let you go through with this. No, nah, dog, I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> That's real, though. I mean, hey, be real. Be real. I know we we love all our kids the same, but you love Zay a little more, right? No, it's actually hilarious because I would actually say so. I mean, and of course, this is a weird scenario, but I would say that if uh, if me and Skips were to separate and then the kids were to move with us, it'd probably it'd be me and Kai and it'd be her and Zay. Because they're, sim- they're similar. Well, so no, it's me and Zay are similar. So we bump heads. Zay is just like me. And then Kai is just like Steph. So they bump heads. Ah, so it's easy for you to, to mesh. Kai have a much closer relationship. And then Zay and... Well, you know him long. Yeah. 
<laughs> I said, you've known him longer, but at the yeah, same yeah, time, too, I, I the baby know. the baby is the mama, so I guess. And that, too, of course. But, uh, no, it's just it's that thing. It's funny because I tell Zay at least once a week. I'm like, I, I tell him, hey, man, when you're 18, run that fade. And he don't quite get it. When you're 18, run that fade. Like, we are fighting when you're 18. Is you too much like me? And I'm, ooh, I'd be wanting to fight him. But I can't fight you, man. There's laws against that. I mean, you're allowed to discipline to how you wish. You know what I'm saying? But you are in Gilbert, so motherfuckers be tired of telling up. They be watching. They be watching. So, shouts out to shouts out to birthdays. Shouts out to Gemini. Uh, no, it's cancer season now. Actually, I just fucked up. Shouts out to cancer season and any other cancer. Mm-hmm. Cancers are the most sensitive. They're more sensitive than uh, Capricorn, so... This this is not a good time to be of any sort of heat or persuasion. No, no indeed. But uh your boy got one dedication. Um, I'm gonna text you mine right now, so just keep Oh shit, oh shit, okay, okay. I'll be on the lookout for that. Um so I'll start the dedication off with mine and I'm gonna dedicate this episode uh, this uh episode to a local talent that I came across. The wandering spirit child who is a Arizona model. Yes, indeed. Mm. Yes, indeed. Shout and shout out. out to her and her hippie style. Um, I came across her actually on the Arizona model. And actually, I'll just click on the picture. Um, I'll click or I uh, came across her because uh, I follow the hashtag Arizona model because I want to show love to my Arizona people. And, um, you know, she's dope. Got the cactus, uh, you know, tattoo going on or whatever. But, um, yeah, she's I don't know how long she's been modeling. I don't know a whole lot of information about oh, right her. There. Um, but yo, she's mad dope and, uh, she takes a bunch of dope pictures and apparently she's, uh, running for ink cover girl 2019. I want y'all to go ahead and head over to her IG wondering underscore spirit underscore child. If y'all can't spell that, that's the reason why you should be watching the fucking YouTube show. <laughs> so you can see how this shit is spelled or even better yet, you could follow us at Arizona soul podcast on Instagram where you can find our social media uh, dedication links so on and so forth um, but uh, yeah so she's an Arizona native uh, all tattooed up so on and so forth whatever and um, she's killing the game yo and she ain't got a whole lot of followers so um, show her some love man because uh, again she's <laughs> dope and Arizona needs to blow up she way you know it's kind of funny she's kind of giving me if Skips was a dyke vibes and like that is hilarious so- I didn't even peep that yeah, and she got, she got, she got, uh, what's it, what do they call it? Big dick energy. So, what's up, man? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, shouts out to, uh, big dick energy. Uh, never mad at the big dick energy. So, uh, yo, shouts out to her. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, the one thing, man, and if you can, yeah, especially the, 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 the local love, man, they're, by the way, did, Tina ever add on to the to the to the page by chance? Well, I know she. I know I like pictures of her. I stopped uh, sharing pictures of her after her pimp came after us. No, 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 not that one. That was the no. That was the hooker. No, not that one. Oh, not that one. Which one are you talking? About? Oh, the one that, no, last week. Last week, no. I didn't hear back. So that's why I never shared none. Because okay. also the other thing I've been doing is if they have a private page. Um, I don't share their pictures. 
because the public page is easy to recirculate them, mm-hmm. but every, or not every time, uh, because there's some of them that I share and they're like, oh yeah, good looking out, thanks or whatever. But every time I've gotten someone angry, it's been from a private page. I didn't even realize them things, but yeah, I never meant any sort of disrespect. And again, this is really just to show love and to, again, to give unto the gods as it will that, you know, something so precious and awesome. And if you could take a look at your phone so you can pull this up. Um, for, for me she um remember what was it ghost school she was a yes. form, former dedication and um i don't know if they went on some little excursion in colorado and i saw her with some of the some of her set and bro if this isn't yeah. like a like you know saying, a zelda gypsy come to life <laughs> And, and shout out to her and her 666 people that she's following. Shouts out to that. Coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How would you pronunciate this? Gemini so Alien Princess? Gemini, so Gemini Alien, Alien Princess. Princess, yeah. So there's something uh, really beautiful about that. And, and oh, yeah, she's an alien. For sure. And uh, I've always loved, I was never into elves, but there's just, bro, it's so fucking satanic. I'm, I'm such a, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, oh, there's a ghoul. Oh, look at the ghoul. Shouts out to her former dedication. <laughs> Yo, and, and another thing too, especially the things I shout out to, to Arizona models, like if you can be pale <laughs> and, and not get sunburnt and continue being out here living your best life, like, you know what I'm saying? You you have a, you have an angel over you. <laughs> Yo, or, those rats, are those rats or hamsters? I don't know how to tell the difference. Either way, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> Shouts out to her for being that brave. <laughs> Yo, and when I see hair like that, I'm thinking, man, how thick and sweaty and Sicilian and mixed with how many herbs and spices is the bush? Like, I, I, I can imagine that only crystals fucking comb through it. And I don't know. There has to be some kind of sacrifice done, I'm sure. Shouts if not, out. then she's posted. No, but <laughs> shouts out to the ghoul. Yeah, that's our homegirl. Because yeah, the ghoul is in a whole bunch of pictures. I've never seen her in any of the ghoul's pictures, but uh, the ghoul is definitely in a bunch of her pictures. Yeah, I don't know if it's if it's Cal Chasing. I don't know if they made like some kind of fucking renaissance. But Yo, this picture dope right here with the dreads and it looks like the tree of life with the butterflies in it. That's cold. Yeah. For you know, saying where else does fucking life come from if not from a woman? Oh my goodness, the king. Mm. Mm, with the king yo and she does have the elf ears that's why i've been trying to see if how do you do that I mean, is that something like on the ears cone has anything it's possible prosthetics i'm guessing or maybe she's really a fucking spawn of i don't know you know <laughs> i don't know if she got the elf ears so shots shots out there shots out to gemini alien princess and the wandering spirit child and again support these dedications follow them and all of the amazing stuff that home they girl. like yeah homegirl i'm pretty sure has a patreon and she has some uh something that'd be nstw or whatever the fuck that shit goes oh not say for yeah i don't, I don't, know, I don't, I don't know what initials you just gave <laughs> <laughs> fucking every soggy waffles north south east west <laughs> Yo, shouts out there and shouts out to apparently the chick that helped her get her custom dread like extensions who goes by dread ho so shouts out to dread ho too you see you see oh 
Oh shit, Pablo just died. Oh no, he alive. He good. He good. Okay. I don't know what I dropped, bro. It's not good. I think it was my little piano. We Gucci. <laughs> Once again, I would like to thank all of the listeners for tuning in. Uh, again, subscribe to the show, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. Make sure you never miss an episode. And, you know, the beauty in subscribing is if if Arizona Verse has another mental health breakdown and disappears for like three and a half months, uh, you guys still get all of the episodes uh, because, you know, when we post the episode, they're there. And when Soul Popo does his solo sessions, they're there. When Soul Popo does his incognito sessions, they're there. Fucking subscribe and show love because we're here. Hey, I show yeah. what I can. Yeah, but as long as you keep the social media as a buzz, brother, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep the content. There we go. And that that is one thing. Even when I disappear from the actual podcast, I am still mad active on our social media page where you wouldn't believe it because you know we uh we don't have you know a million subscribers, if you will. But our numbers on social media does six to seven figures. So the social media is on and popping. If we could just get all the motherfuckers to tune into the show, it would be a wonderful life. I'm trying to be more active on the tweets too, man. So like I, I, I dig when I see your shit on there. So yeah. Yeah, you be active as hell. Yeah, you be like, yeah I, I, get, I get my shit off. I get my shits off. So uh, follow us on Twitter at Arizona Soul Pod. He's at Soul Popo. I'm at Arizona Verse. Uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Reddit, uh, Arizona Soul Podcast. You'll find us on all those platforms. Again, you can find all of those links, all of our content over at Arizona Soul Podcast.com and leave us a voicemail. 480-588-4688. That's right, 480-588-4688. I'm tired of seeing new message, and I hop on that motherfucker, and it's a salesperson. <laughs> And yeah. they're like, hey, Arizona Soul Podcast, I know you ain't hitting it right in the bedroom anymore. I got <laughs> pills. And I'm like, man, why would you do that to me? Who sent you? I don't believe you. Ain't got enough people. Man, we don't believe you. You need more people. Stop it. And last but not least, you don't like this podcast, Papa. What, what, you don't like yourself, but what kind of person might that be? I mean, you pretty much summed it up, man. You don't like yourself. You live in, you live in, a, in a, in a illusion. You put up a facade. You probably can't even wipe your booty hole. Your booty hole itching, so you go around there real frustrated and upset. I mean, you can't be trusted. Things are falling over. Fucking save yourself. Cannot be trusted. So on that note, a big fuck you to you, you motherfucking haters. Until next time. Catch me on Pokemon Go, bitch. What it do, baby? Yeah. (laughs) I know you got a new TV show that's coming out about your life loosely. Irrelevant. Okay, I know that you had over 32, (laughs) 33 of the biggest stars do your video. Who cares, man? I know that Leonardo DiCaprio, you went by his house and hung out with him and used his bathroom. That's cool. Okay, but none of that matters when you come to Sway in the morning. You must have bars. Welcome to the Valley of the Hyenas. Shave four or five. Little Dicky. Yo, turn the rock. Wonder. Drop a beat on him. Ah. Sway in the morning. Shave four or five. Turn Turn that beat up uh, in your headphones. Get that headphones. Okay. Turn it up. Turn it up, OQ. Okay, you're not going to get serious. There we go.
Lil old dick and I'm back in this bitch I know y'all know when I rap what it is All facts don't fib Got a gang full of hits In touch with the kids like a pedo Ugh, I'm a jam like Shaq I'm a bang when I wish Up in this bitch like a fetus Ain't no timelines when you timeless Hold up, MJ, 96 Meaning I'm back on my bullshit You know I come hard like a full dick Suburban and white with. Stay with the bread like some cool with dough. Look how it spread, cool with flow. I can make them right with an IG live. And my girl got bombs on a bod G hot. And between her legs is looking right, hypotenuse. Ugh, bring it all down. Hold up, sway, let me bring it all down. Been out here, citizenship. Look at how I got everybody tuned in right now. They'll probably watch this for an hour. Tracy, I brought you flowers. Gas out the ass like flatulence. I was slept on like mattresses. I got my head right, aspirin. I'm cashing in, I'm cashing in. I'm not about to hold a paper and display it like a thumbtack. No touchback, they about to run his back. And if you ever met me, you root for me. Sharp shit coming, I'm a dome, I'm a unicorn. Pardon my breath. Only Perky said I fuck with his breast. Elevator kissing hoses to Ritz. Freaky Friday, I get in, I'm like, Chris, wait. Sway, pass me the rock. Get it, post, jab, up fake. Hump, jumping in him. Two shots at the line. I got him like a mime. Odell, beggar might cut on a dime. Glow in the dark. See me anytime. Used to put the Xbox controller on my dick and let it vibrate. How I jerked off as a child. Came a long way. Now I'm like, hey, girl, you, me, fuck. And the shit worked. Hey, her brother looking at me like, hey, fuck her, bro. Sway, her brother looking at me like, hey, fuck her, bro. I'm like Kareem Abdul. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. These hooks got me scoring. See me coming from afar. Rapping in France. I never need an advance. I'm switching it up like I'm trans. Although I'm the Trojan man, I'm eating the pussy like cervical cancer. I know where I'm going, but shit, if my GPS died, I sleep in my sedan. I can't do the Schmurda dance. I, I get caught up looking awkward. Does it work for you? Sometimes I'll catch it for a minute. OJ with it, y'all wonder how I did it. My mom hit me once, she lug it in Sue, but I'll stomp y'all out like in Dominican Sue. All the shoe brands wanted me to sign. I remember they thought I was Lonely Island. There will not be another like me. I could go viral if I put out a snippet. I'm sick like a coder, you really could get it. I'll always be playing just like I'm embedded. I got a leg up like Ottomans, though, and my television show is coming, but that is irrelevant. Right now, I'm rapping like presents get. How did I get here? I got big, rapping like Diddy, I'm prevalent. Hold up, let me find the melody. All my fans are getting mad at me. They just want to hear me spazzing now, but I just had to put a couple smashes out. How is this shit a pop star? Rap name is a dick joke. How did he make it that far? Good pussy at the crib like a house cat. They're waiting on my buzz like the Outback. In and out with the bag like I make tea. When I do shopping sprees, eyebrows long like AD. Girls get wet like Navy. Pull up like I'm Stephen Shoe Cream. Players in the NBA text me. If I want a Diet Coke, someone brings me Diet Coke. All my live shows nuts like I expose testicles. Hold up, wait. Let me ad-lib my shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at my penmanship. I write this. I'm a Carl's Jr. model. For real. Just on the side like soccer moms. I could have sold you stocking bonds. Have it so fast like Ramadan. The Autobahn. The Shaman running down the bomb from Carson's arm. I'm off the farm. I'm on the court. The Jumbotron is on the boy. They playing my song. LeBron is nodding. Am I James Worthy? Look at my bars. I'm made up like Bernie. <laughs> We having fun Girls see me and start blushing Just because I'm around I used to always get a boner At my physical sway If this is cultural appropriation What can I say? What would you have me do? You know I gotta rap But the times now are scary Hold up, wait Take a step back, days. Think about the shit Internet is a permanent place This is gonna live forever uh, Breathe, analyze Think about everything I'm such an idiot I used to cover R. Kelly songs at my shows Without even knowing it was problematic I feel the pressure Under more scrutiny What I do Act more Jewishly. Come on, Sway. Write my eulogy. Am 
I looking like I need to get a job or looking like I need a bodyguard. I play tennis with Leonardo. How y'all train on track like cargo? I go dumb, don't dumb it up. Don't fuck on planes, but I'm coming up. Add up my views to sum it up. I was just on Sports Center. Dun -dun -dun. I think this is good. I've done enough. My haters look mad like son of a. Now let me go and finish on my album, Jesse Smollett. You know I'm going to fuck it up. Oh. And I'm out. That's it? And I'm One done and out, Kel. You see how that man did that Yo. right there? That last line. He always does Jesse. a line that gets to me, man. Oh, my God. He did it on Jesse. The one and only Lil Dicky, ladies and gentlemen. Yo. Your man of your word. If you didn't like this podcast, it's probably because you're racist. Yeah. Fuck your feelings, though. Yeah. What's up, man? You hear me?